Hey everybody, welcome back to the Siren Podcast. My guest today is Bubba Dossett from Brazen Skateboards. It's a skateboard shop here in Hattiesburg. It's right in front of Walmart, uh, the Walmart on Highway 98. So they sell skateboard decks, grip tape, wheels, trucks, everything you need to get started skateboarding. Make sure, head over there, check him out, buy some skateboards, shoes, whatever. Buy, buy everything in the store. Go over there and check it out. So before we get started, the first thing that I want to talk about is this Saturday. So if you're watching this on Wednesday, if this is Wednesday, uh, make sure and do uh, your, when I say do, I mean submit your tasty riff submissions, which is you playing an instrument, singing, uh, whatever, some sort of musical instrument, playing it for 20 seconds, film it with your phone, film it with the biggest cinema camera in the world with a full crew. I don't care. However you film it, uh, film it, send it in to me. I'm going to put together a compilation for the live stream that's coming up uh, this Saturday. So the 6th at 8 o'clock. So make sure and get that turned into me. If you can't think of anything, then I don't care. Just like bang on your guitar or whatever even if you can't think of anything send it in it's going to be a fucking awesome time so second i'm also going to be playing uh songs from you so original songs or if you want to play a cover song as long as it is not on atlantic records or something like that uh as long as it's your song you don't have to be from here if you're watching me in california and you want to send one in send it in also for the tasty riff uh also if you want to send in any kind of artwork you do if you're a cook if you're uh i don't know if you polish stones i don't know what i don't know what y'all do send it in and i'll show it off on the podcast and talk about it i'm here to be the siren for you for the internet so make sure and send those in to me if you just want me to talk about something send it in to me i don't care uh i am open to people contacting me and talking to me. So make sure and do that for sure. Lastly, if you have any merch that you want me to advertise on the podcast, I'd be more than happy to do that. I wish I could buy everybody's shirts or stickers or footwear, whatever you got, but I'm unable to do so. So send me in a shirt, sticker, something like that. I'll wear it on the show. I'll hang it up on my wall. I was thinking about making uh, one of my walls a local band advertisement area. Who knows? Uh, but if you can't do that, I understand if you can't send in something uh, to me right now. So send in a link. Send in a picture of it and a way for me to direct people to buy your products. I would love to do that for you. Lastly, if you have any kind of news, if you're recording a new album, got a show coming up, whatever... Send it in to me, and I will announce it on the show. So if you got any kind of news, make sure and send that over to me. Also, every week I am putting out a new video called Gear Item of the Week, where I'll be going over a piece of gear in my studio. Uh, probably some sort of uh, guitar, pedal, maybe my drum set here, um, microphone, whatever. Some kind of gear, and I'll just be talking about it, playing on it doing a little demo of it 
Uh, also, I would also like if you guys have some kind of cool gear that you want to talk about, call up and we'll talk about it. So probably once a week, I do a live call-in show. So I know you guys have seen it. Uh, if you want to call in, just call in. I'll send you a little link. You click on it, brings up a little thing on your phone. We can talk. Uh, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. We can talk about music, talk about, I don't know, whatever. Whatever you want to talk about. And also be playing and jamming songs. So if you want me to play a particular song, I'll play it for you. If I can. So, with all of that out of the way, which took for fucking ever. With all of that out of the way, we're going to get right to the show. The show today. I have on Bubba Dossett of Brazen Skateboards. From right here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Really cool guy. Uh, you can tell he really loves skating and really cares about the skating community, which is uh, really fucking cool and really awesome. So uh, make sure and check out his shop if you're into skateboarding. Even if you're not, he can set you up with whatever you need. Even if you just have old pieces lying around, he can help you get something up and running. He's got everything you need to get a skateboard going. If you just want to buy some shirts or stickers or any kind of apparel like that, he's also got some of that stuff. It's right in front of Walmart on Highway 98. So make sure and check out his shop. So he was a really awesome guy. We talked about skateboarding, skateboarding things, all kinds of stuff, skateboarding, all things skateboarding. And then for the last half of the show, we got into conspiracy theories, which was really cool. So you'll want to stick around for that. Watch the whole damn show so let's get right into it ladies and gentlemen Bubba Dossett from Brazen Skateboards I mean come on man Look at, that's an awesome conversation started like you bring a bitch to you I was like yeah I got this fucking moon right <laughs> you wanna touch it? <laughs> this, hold it this bitch came from the moon I mean I chip you off a little piece <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we're live. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. <laughs> Didn't know anybody wanted to talk to me. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> as far as I know, I mean, are there other skate shops in Hattiesburg? Are you the only one? We, we got the Zoomies in the mall, and that's pretty much it. You have um, one in New Orleans and Cheney and Jackson. Oh, well, yeah, man, that's cool. I mean, there. The only other skate shop I've ever heard of was in Laurel. 
mm-hmm. I think it was uh it was in a couple of different places, but I guess it was all the same thing uh in that skate park. Yeah, I mean we used to go up there for sure. Yeah. Um I think it's cool that you know there's still a an active skate community in our area and a place to go and and buy skateboards instead of having to go online and stuff. And I think it's rad that you know you're still out there doing it, at least giving everybody a, a place to go to. Yeah, I like doing it. I like putting on the grip tape and, you know, the kids come in and they want to know what's the best and what's this for. So it's kind of fun telling these wheels are for that and watch them get better at it. Yeah. Um, I, I myself skateboarded from, I was probably in sixth, <clears throat> sixth grade up until, I don't know, maybe ninth or 10th grade. And then I stopped and skated a little bit after that. Um, so I've always been a huge fan of skateboarding myself. I've actually got, hang on. So I dug this out of my closet just for this. Uh, this is my first skateboard I ever had. It's a birdhouse. I had to have the birdhouse back then. Uh, it's the Falcon three. You remember the Tony Hawk Falcon three, man. I got it. Yeah. I rode the hell out of it. And, and, I was going to keep it and not break it because uh, I was like, man, I got another skateboard. And one day I was like, I'm going to ride it. And the first trick I did, I broke it. And I regret it. Old and up. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a bad idea. Wait, you still have it though. Yeah, I still got still all. Got I still got all my skateboards um, somewhere. But that's my first one. So I'm never going to get rid of that one for sure. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. So... What what does brazen mean? Where did you come up with that? Is it a? It means bold and without shame. Okay. But I we had a a girl call me that one time, and I knew I wanted to do a company. Yeah. And I I know the name, and you don't want to, you know, one didn't just hit me. And when she said that, I was like, "Hey, I kind of like that," and we went with it. That's awesome, man. What what got you into wanting to open up a shop? Just being a skateboarder? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you got to do something to make money. You got to work. Yeah. So, I to make it go that way, you know. That's pretty rad, man. So, do you make, do you have skateboards? I saw some pictures, like, do you make your own skateboards or get them printed? Or? They're made in Georgia at Drifter, but we send them our graphics. Mm-hmm. And they send us the board back, so... We keep those in the shop, and they're a little bit cheaper than the pro boards. So sell a lot of them, and they're really good. That's cool, man. What what do skateboards cost nowadays for, like, a complete set? Uh, ours are 55 and that's the same I paid for mine in the 80s. So it hasn't gone up that much. But you got they, – they do different things to them now. You can get – like, I don't know if you can see this, but see how it's got, like, a – it makes it stronger. Oh, it's got like an impact gripping. Yeah, so that can get expensive, but usually 55, 60 bucks to get the deck. <laughs> so I have a question. When, when I was uh, little, there were a pair, a set of bearings called um, Bones Swiss Ceramic, and we'd always look at them. Yeah, and they were a hundred dollars or eighty nine dollars. Mm-hmm. What, what's the deal with those? I guess the ceramic makes them better because I heard that a steel BB is going to have a flat spot on it regardless of how much you polish it. Yeah. So 
ceramic can be truly round. I could be blowing smoke. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that's, that's what I've heard. And everybody always asks if you have them. They don't ever buy them. They just want to see them. Those? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't could... even get those. I get the Swiss. <laughs> still no one buys those either. Yeah. I always used, uh, the black ones. I don't remember what they're called. There's bones reds and the then bones. then they're Yeah. I could only buy bones reds and everyone would be happy. Yeah. That's yeah, if they have any I just like get the reds. Get the <laughs> that's usually what they ask for, but I get all the other brands too. But that's definitely America's number one seller. Yeah. Out of here anyways. Uh so Go ahead. So they just have a good reputation. Everybody um, remembers Bones Brigade, Bones, Bones, Bones Reds. Yeah, for yeah, sure, so, man. Yeah. So um, how long have you been skating overall? You said the 80s. That's, that's a long time. Since the, like the third and fourth grade. So that would be like 1984, five. Wow. Right around there. That's, that's yeah, a long old. time, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, w- I went to North Forest School. Yeah. And they d- they did the, what did you call it? The book fair. Mm-hmm. Where you get to go to the library and you get to keep it. You get to get a magazine or a book and take it. And there was a skateboard magazine. It wasn't like a thrasher or nothing, but it had the dudes with the flop, with the Tony Hawk hair and the slime ball wheels and all that. Yeah. And I got to take that. I studied that and I wanted to be like that, you know. <laughs> Is uh, Did they have... Was that like the, I don't know what you call them. They were more pointed or were they regular shape at that point? Like they are now. Yeah, no, no. Like, I guess you'd call it maybe a fish shape, big tail. Yeah. Kind of flat. And you'd watch the videos of the guys riding them in the bowls. Yeah. Like the uh, Omar bowls and all that. You could rent it at Ray's Rent-A-Movie sometime. <laughs> <laughs> watch that. And uh, we would go try to be, you know, try to do that stuff and do the hand plants, but on the ground. Yeah. It's didn't ramp, yeah, and then we started trying to build the ramps and stuff. So it's yeah. just like you would imagine. <laughs> Straight up eighties riding, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, swatch watches, <laughs> all that stuff. Uh, Converse was that a Converse era? Yeah, and they and they didn't cost that much, so you could get a couple pair and wear two different oh, colors. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know if kids do this anymore, but we flipped them down, lace them up, and flip them down. Hmm. Like that was the way you did that. <laughs> the way you did that. We yeah, had, uh, ours were uh, etnies and bands. and uh, Yeah, I was grown by the time the etnies came out. Yeah. The Sal 23s and they had the little elastic thing that holds it onto your foot. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they made a shoe just for skateboarding. This is, this is awesome. Yeah. My, the ones that I would have were like as big as two feet. They were just all padding mm-hmm. on your feet, but really small yeah, toes. But that look, that look was cool then. Yeah, uh, I think that Cali cut with the E on the side of it and it had the little bitty toe and the big tongue. Yeah, I think that was their biggest sellers because I saw them everywhere in like pink and blue and white and blue, and we sold a lot of them too. Yeah, people so, would uh, wear those that didn't skateboard; look. just they were just mm-hmm. in style, you know. Yeah, and you. Gwen Stefani kind of had that look, and she was popular when those came out, and all the girls wore them. Oh, so ever <laughs> hearing a lady said, "I'm looking for this look." I didn't. I didn't realize Gwen Stefani was doing that, but she's the uh, original, nope. original non-skater 
wearing skate apparel? Well, you know, she just had that look with the fat shoes. Yeah. That's I think people wanted those. Girls wanted that. And they wanted those fat shoes. So um, I remember when I was coming up, it was it was Hurley and Etnies and all that stuff. And at some point, it kind of it kind of evolved into almost like a hip hop uh, type apparel that all the skateboarders were wearing with like flat build hats, like big flat build hats. Um, that was past yeah, my time. The- yeah. Yeah. All the trends come through, you know, they'll come through, that'll come back through again. I, I remember the tight pants. Oh I, yeah. I, I did that one. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. Black little rock and roll pants were fun. And, um, I remember the hats and there's a lot of, uh, different trends in there. You got the hip hop skaters and then it's not just more, it's more all together now though. But back then you had that, like the rock and roll dudes, and they all dressed that way. And they even kind of skated different. Like the hip-hop guys, I noticed, were really good at the nollie tricks. Yeah. And the flip tricks. And then the blue jean guys would just try to jump down the handrail like some kind of a, what do you call them? Like a, a stunt man or something. Not that much skill, but hell, I'll try it. Yeah. Man, I've seen some of them people do that. And that is, that's not for me, man. Jumping down like a 12 set or. That's not for most people you can try it and then if it don't kill you you can <laughs> repeat it you know there, there was a video a kind of <laughs> there was a video a long time ago a guy jumped down this huge set of stairs and landed you know like on his board like this and started screaming i think it like mm-hmm. ripped his sack open and stuff That does happen. Yeah. <laughs> I've had it happen. It does happen. I've had that happen, but not from, you know, essentially jumping 15 feet off of something or 20 feet, however, right. however far you're going. Well, it's a high risk, uh, it's a high risk sport or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But I guess you get a lot of glory for sliding down that rail. Well, you know, I saw, uh, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and he had Tony Hawk on and he said, I saw that. Yeah. He was saying that the original X games, they like, they called skateboarding an extreme sport, but the skateboarders were pissed off because they kind of grouped it in with skydiving and rock climbing. And they were kind of like skateboarding is not really extreme. Like, um, right you know, like skydiving or whatever the other stuff was, but they kind of just grouped it in because they didn't know how, what to call the X Games or what to brand as the X Games. They have to market it. So, yeah. And they want to market all those things. <laughs> so it'd be cool if they all went into one thing. Yeah, they I were guess. just like, yeah, skateboarding's extreme now. But that's that's how mm-hmm. it became an extreme sport. I thought that was, thought that was pretty interesting how that. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people skate because of those things, though, you know. Yeah. I could see it. I would think so. I'd like to think that. Well, when I started skateboarding, I didn't know. I didn't know anybody that skateboarded. Besides, like I'd seen it, you know, on like TV and stuff. Um, but I didn't know anybody skateboarding. My grandmother just got me some cheap. It was like a a Walmart skateboard that had a it had a NASCAR. <laughs> 
on the bottom mm-hmm. of it from Walmart <laughs> for like ten dollars, and I just started right. rolling around on that, and uh, eventually figured out you know how to ollie and stuff. But it, it, there wasn't a lot of people around doing it. Maybe it was just a lull in the, or maybe I just didn't know anybody there's, at that point. There's just not that many people here. I think. Yeah. Period to be doing a lot of one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I met skate. As I got better at it, you'd want to skate with the better dudes. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of around, but you know that this one's in college or this guy might be in the army or something. And when I was younger, most of them were in college and you'd come to town and skate with those guys. And then even people would come from out of town. You kind of all meet up together and do it on the weekends, like at USM and stuff. Yeah. Meet people you didn't know. Mm-hmm. But no, there's not that many. Hmm. But they're out there. So is there like a, is there a park? I know they opened a park in Laurel. Is there one around here? Yeah, there's the one in Petal, the one in Laurel. Wiggins has a park. They came in talking about putting one on Monroe Road last month, but I don't know. But they would, they're going to do that still. Hmm. But there's those, there's those two and those two are good. The Laurel's at the Daphne Park. I skated it once so far and I liked it. Yeah, I went, they had, they used to have one, they had a skate park set up at Daphne Park when I was skating and it was, it was just a open concrete area with a fun box. Mm -hmm. That was all they had. I've heard of it. I never saw it. We used to go there. There's two gray rails in the front Uh of that building, whatever that is. We would try to skate those back in the day. You know, do you remember uh, soap shoes? Yeah, with the little curvy pad. With the grind, yeah. <laughs> I I used to hit yeah. those uh, those rails at the the Cameron Center at Daphne with mm-hmm. the soap shoes. Um, yeah. You you think like oh it's easier I can get on the rail and you can do like a five set or something if you hit like a twelve you're hauling ass when you get to the end and you got to land on your feet. <laughs> it doesn't work yeah. as well as it you looked- think it would. No, you got to hit running. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some guys at the skate park doing it, but they were on a box and it was like, you could kind of get it like, oh, you got to still, you know, across the thing. Yeah. And just stop and <laughs> right off the end of it. But you go, it was. Yeah, I bet a bunch of people died on those soap shoes. I haven't seen any in a while. Yeah, they, they stopped making so, them. Man, that got pulled. <laughs> yeah. They were tired but of getting were like, sued. You ever see the dudes try the escalator? Uh-uh. They're going to slide down it. They realize, oh, holy moly, I'm going way too fast. By the time they get to the bottom, it like shoots them out. I haven't seen that. You can you can Google it. It's not. <laughs> it's, it doesn't end pretty. And sometimes there's little like things in the middle because somebody's tried it before and they get that. Hmm. But that reminded me of that. Well, I just I just like to skateboard, and I'm from here. And you know, I could have moved off and done it somewhere else where there might've been more people that do it, but I knew it would, it would work here. You just, you just do it. Well, you got a really, and we have the and everything. Yeah. You got a, a badass yeah. location too, right there in the middle. I mean, right by Walmart. That's, yeah. That's pretty. And I'm very grateful for all of that. I don't feel like any of it just happened to happen. You know, I just try to do what I do and things usually work out. How, how long have you been open now? Here since 210, and then we had Westside down there since, I think it opened in 2001, maybe 2002, and we had that for five or six years. 
Oh, well. Ten I've been years. in this spot a pretty long time, yeah. I'm telling you, a lot of a lot of restaurants and stuff don't even stay open ten years. So you're doing something right, you know. I like to skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I think that's, that's the main ingredient. That's good because yeah. the uh, there was there can be in some, especially kind of uh, niche things like, and I say niche, but like skateboarding or even like playing guitar, people can get kind of uh, snobby and like don't. Like I'm, I'm too. Don't I'm not going to talk to this guy. I'm a better at whatever. Right. Uh, obviously, you're not doing that because you know you're still there. That shuts businesses down because people don't feel like they yeah. can come in. Well, I've felt us going that way before. Most people who come in here, they, you know, it's like a real core skate shop, and they'll buy their board and be like, oh, "I'm no good at it. I'm no good at it." And I'm like, "No one is. Just go to the skate shop and I mean to the skate park and be cool and hang out, and you'll make a bunch of skateboard friends." But I think everybody kind of has that stigma that I'm not good at it, so everybody's going to pig on me. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it was like that, but now everybody's just at the park with their kids and strollers, and <laughs> it's, you know, it's a park. Yeah. No big, uh, no big. That's cool, man. Um, I, I've thought about getting back into skating, but I have a feeling I would just hurt myself at this point in my life. You, you know you're going to fall off of it. Yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even lie to the parents when they're like, it's going to get hurt. I'm like, you know, he's probably might even break his arm. But if you want him to do it, let him go try and do it. At least try it. That's yeah. always. Yeah. Um, you can tell if they're, they're not really going for it. They're not going to try to jump off of anything. So you really shouldn't worry. And then the guys who want to pursue it and be a skater, you know, every now and again, something's going to go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to something. I'm telling it's, you, it's just part of it. A little rock, just a tiny pebble can really mess you up on a skateboard. Uh, yeah. That's happened so many times to me, just hauling ass and then just, and you fly off the front of the skateboard. Yep. Yeah. It, it, you're moving. And then when you stop really quick, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, And then so much goes to it. Like you could have been doing all these tricks yesterday and then you go to do it today. Maybe the temperature's different. Maybe you didn't eat right or you're stressed out and it can have an effect and you want to, you're not even thinking about that. And then you'll be laying on the ground like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess I need to pay attention today. Yeah. Let, this is, you never know. this is why I quit skateboarding. Why, why I was just like, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm done with doing this. First of all, I didn't have health insurance at the time. And mm-hmm. I was at um, at Rapture Skate Park. And they had a little, uh, it was like a a little ramp you could drop into. And there was a fun box with a rail on it. And I tried to do a hard flip over that. Okay. So I wish I had a little tech deck or something. But I don't have anything. Let's pretend this is the skateboard. So when I did the hard flip, it went up to do the hard, but it ended up sideways like this. My foot was under it and my top foot landed on top of it from about, you know, two feet in the air, three feet in the air on my big toe. And my whole weight landed on the side of the board, which was on top of my big toe. And I couldn't walk for a while. Uh, I guess I broke it. I guess I broke it. And I was like, man, if I broke something else. 
I would be uh, I would be out of luck because I I couldn't afford it the does hospital. Yeah, they'll do it. You, you, it'll work out. They'll just send you a bill. <laughs> this, this is America. <laughs> just go live and then take it. They're not going to let you die. I guess they can't turn you down in an emergency room. They have it doesn't to. Doesn't even really work. Way. If you get hurt, just go to the hospital and, you know, they'll guide you through the process or whatever needs to be done. You know, technically, for- they'll they'll try to get you, but you don't have to give them a real name or anything. You can just be like, I I've don't heard know. that. Yeah, they have to take go. you. <laughs> it says it on the thing in the emergency room. You cannot be uh, refused. You know, you can't be refused for anything. So they're going to patch you up and you're going to live. Yeah. You might not get. Constructive uh, athletic surgery on your tendons. <laughs> yes, but, my name is John Smith. I have no social security right. number or address, and I have a broken arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of it. I went in one time, and they offered if you pay half, that'll work. You know, if you do it right now, huh? They're like, okay, here's your bill, but if you pay for half of it now, that's enough. You know. So. I, I bet a lot of hospitals that had a lot of issues with that were probably like, but at least we can get half if we make them pay it up front because we know they're not going to come back. They don't get up, but it all works out. Yeah, if we can, uh, we can send rockets to the moon. We can fix everybody. Yeah, on Earth. Well, we could send yeah, them. Why not send them to Mars yeah. with Elon Musk doing all this crazy shit? Maybe yeah. I see him there. <laughs> So they're going to go to Texas, huh? Who? Elon Musk. Oh, I don't know. I heard he told them to come arrest him at the plant when they were talking about shutting down the plant. So. Oh, did they? I didn't they hear that. To Texas. Um, <laughs> it's hard to keep up with it. It all moves too fast now. Yeah. You got to be on the on top of it. I just heard that they were launching... Well, they were supposed to launch rockets yesterday or the day before yesterday, but it was the first time in... I don't know, 10 years since we think this one has people on it. Yeah. It's got people on it for the first time. Cause NASA stopped doing it. We were going to Russia to go to space. We had to go to space. We mm-hmm. had to go to Russia. Um, That's what they, but now Musk is, you know, Elon Musk just popped up out of nowhere. I have no idea where that guy came from. Just one day he's like, by the we, way, I'm making the we, fastest car on the planet and sending people to space right. and digging holes under Los Angeles. <laughs> Very influential. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know how that works. They're just characters that they prop up and they put them on the TV screen and you yeah. either say, okay, I'll follow this story or I won't. You know what I mean? Got like a puppet behind <laughs> making him talk. I don't know how it all works. I just know it <laughs> probably ain't what it seems. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. So like we, need a new, right? we need a new character. Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. He's from... Who was the guy before him that talked in the straw? He was uh, in the wheel. That was Stephen Hawking. Yeah, I think we almost forgot about him. Yeah. He... So I didn't, I didn't know what, what that was. <laughs> Well, he had uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, if I'm not mistaken. And you're supposed to only live a couple years off that, but he lived like forever. That's why he was in that wheelchair. Just visually, he came on TV. I don't know how he manipulated the thing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, he had like, a little. How did he talk? I could tell you how he did it. So he had. It was all pre-scripted. So he didn't. 
he never like chatted back and forth with somebody. He would have uh, right. He had a thing where he could blow blow into a little tube, and it would you could uh, like everything he typed would have to be like he'd blow like A and then blow again and go to B and blow again and go to C and he'd have to do that and then something else would make it like select that letter. That's that's too much. Well, he should have been like the boss and then gave us a representative. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, what else? I mean, this sounds bad, but what else was, was he doing in his free time? I don't know. He had to. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know what any of these people really do. I, I watched the, uh, the YouTube stuff. So, so. Yeah. You can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stephen. Stephen Hawking. Everybody. Yeah. Um, so I discovered a skateboarder and I don't remember his name, but the name of his little videos, and you've probably seen it because I think it got a lot of attention even outside of the skateboard community. Um, but he calls it Rodney Mullen on bath salts. Have you seen that? I never saw it, but I know who Rodney Mullen is. Well, and I've heard of bath salts, so I can imagine (laughs) that, you know, it was great. Well, it's the guy you might have seen it where like he he'll he tapes a skateboard piece or like he'll cut a skateboard in half and it's got like a hinge in the middle. So he'll like do a kick flip but just the front half will spin. Yeah, I've seen like on Instagram, you know, you'll just see it quick. Yeah. Well, that stuff is like what got the attention, but him as a skater, he does some shit that I like um that I've never seen anybody do before. It reminded me of Rodney Mullen because Rodney Mullen came out and was doing like Caspers and dark slides and no one else was doing that shit. And, and just to watch him, you were like, how is this even human possible, humanly possible? But this new guy, look, I'm going to tell you, I, he's probably a famous skateboarder that's been around forever. Let me see if I can just find his name. Maybe it's Rodney Mullen on acid. No, his ma- name is Matt Tomasello. Matt Tomasello. This is probably a new guy and I'm old. <laughs> like, I don't keep up with the new stuff because it moves too quick. they like, I'm going to skate a glass skateboard. I'm going to skate. It's all like entertainment. Yeah. And it's cool and everything. But I just watch old, like, videos from that are old (laughs) like foundation videos and old zero videos and stuff like that. So who's your favorite skater? Um, Jamie Thomas is one of my favorite skaters just because he's a Southern dude. Yeah. But, uh, I got a bunch of them, uh, right now, but that, that, that's a current like young pro, Mm -hmm. probably Colin provost. Mm -hmm. He's really good. Uh, let's see who else that, Raven Tershi guy is pretty good. And that's about it. I just watch all the old, like I say, old Foundation Zero videos and what else? Let's just see what was on there today. A new deal came back out. That's an old company that I liked when I was a Oh, yeah, I remember them. Mm, It's a little thing. What happened to... Just stuff from like... What what happened to World Industries? Are they still a company? They're back again. And uh, I'm trying to remember this. Oh, I'll remember his name. 
he's, he likes her stuff on Instagram. And then he's they got the decks, the Wet Willie decks and everything, and he's got some shoes, too. Uh, Gonzalez? Uh, no, it is a... Um, can't remember the guy's name, but yeah, World Industries is still in play. Hmm. Have you ever seen the man that sold the world? Uh-uh. It's a, you can probably watch it on YouTube, but you know how they do a little documentary about everybody now. Mm-hmm. This one is a, a, got a lot of Rodney Mullen in it, and a lot to do with all that stuff. Uh, watch Man Who Sold the World. Man <laughs> it's kind of old, world. but it's. I think it's, uh, it's uh, spelled like sold, like shoe sold. But it talks about um, he's the guy that did World Industries and how all that got started and the problems or whatever they had with that and then how it got to where it is now. And I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's, okay. a, good, it's a good little show. Cool. Lots of Rodney Mullen in there. Yeah. Uh, Rodney Mullen is my favorite skater just because he was doing everything. I mean, shit. It's like he uh, everything he did was like, how the hell are you doing this? Or why is why is this so easy to you or looking at least he's you know talented he, I, I met him one time he came to Booker's skate shop in Jackson yeah and did a demo he was nice enough you know he skated with the kids I was probably fifteen or sixteen and he right there and uh, that's pretty sick did a demo and they left but it was it was cool he did all of the tricks you wanted to see yeah possible and the as for slide. That was current at the time. That mm-hmm. was when the big pants. Oh yeah. At the bottom days. Mm-hmm. It was cool to see him. I think it was Mullen, Guy Mariano, Brian Lottie, and maybe Javante Turner. I think it was called Booker's Skate Shop. But I was I was pretty young, fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, I, I had broke my leg up there skating. Oh, <laughs> how many bones have you broken? Maybe like four or five. Four or five. I broke my toe, and outside of South Coast before a contest, and we just taped it to the other toe. No, oh, I never broke a toe before. And you can't walk good after that, <laughs> <laughs> and it turned all kinds of different colors and everything. Broke my my the bones on top of my feet, but I jumped off the pavilion at Camper Park and landed on the railroad tie. Mm. Not on a skateboard. I was like in a ninja mode at that time. Like I was like eight or nine. <laughs> Parkour. <laughs> so, and I, I would have made it, but I landed half on that on that railroad tie and it broke it. And then broke the leg in Jackson, trying to jump a gap, and I slipped and I fell where my butt landed on top of my leg. Yeah. Just broke it. Yeah. Had the ACL surgery, like, and the. Men- they took out most of the meniscus, meniscectomy. Yeah. <laughs> most of that's gone, and I don't know what's going on in there anymore. And then I got this perma-bent finger that everybody likes to make fun of. But it's, like, plated. So I had to choose whether it would stick out or be bent. Oh, wow. I went with the bent. But then this part won't work anymore, so it's like that. <laughs> but it, it, I can feel it. So it took that part out, the knuckle. What what made you, you choose? Your and it's pointing that way. Don't mess with it. <laughs> Leave it like it is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What what yeah, made you pi- what made you pick curved over straight? I don't know what I would pick I in that situation. I didn't want to stub it. Oh, I was scared I would like poke it directly into the ground. Yeah. If I couldn't bend it. 
You know what I mean? Like that don't bend. That's just all a metal piece. So I think if it was straight out, I would jam it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that holds. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to make a choice. Yeah. <laughs> so was it, it was way. it like a, uh, were they like, make a choice now? Or were they like, all right, go home and think about it? Uh-uh. You could get it straight. You get it bent. And he kind of let me bend it. I mean, you know, like kind of gauge the bend. I don't think I could bend it, but you get what I'm saying. Or yeah. you could get chop it off at the knuckle. And that's what I would have done if I go back now. Probably. Because that's not really doing nothing, but it's just, but I don't know. I like my finger. Yeah. <laughs> but it gets, but yeah. That's a tough choice. It, it is. That's a I used tough to see those old men when I was little, that some of them would be missing fingers and that didn't look cool, but it's more functional. I think I would have been able to grab stuff better like that. Yeah. Just kind of bump. Yeah. But whatever. I'll work with it. Well, go, go ask them if they'll, they'll do that for you. Can, you, can they do it now? <laughs> you got a million dollars to get your finger rebuilt. They actually tried. First day, took bones out of my hand and tried to rebuild that knuckle. But I think we were just asking too much. Yeah. And the x-ray, like like little bits, like because it broke and was pointing that way, and I just put it back. Mm. I thought maybe it was out of socket, you, you know? And that, that wasn't it. And they said, don't, don't do that. Just go right to the doctor. That's. But it's cool now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. That's intense though. It's some <laughs> yeah. intense stuff. And I did the, uh, I did the rail rack thing. I wasn't ready to talk about it when you brought it up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the rail With rack. That, remember when you talked about sacking on the rail? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did that at the pedal skate park on that flat one. So I got short nubby legs, so I didn't necessarily sack that hard. My toes almost touched the ground. Yeah. But I made it right to the end. Yeah, and it it uh tore my urethra. God. So I had to wear a bag, like a <laughs> bag for a while. Oh man. I would have rather broke a bone than done that. For mm. sure. Break both legs. <laughs> do that again. Break all the limbs. I cannot imagine. Yeah. So you, you never really come back from those things when you mess up your tubes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, I'm be dealing with that forever. <laughs> Emotionally and physically, yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, I got right. After <laughs> I got healed. I went back to the rail and was like, just slide it, and I almost couldn't. I couldn't even hardly slide a flat bar on the ground, you know, like a, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah, like a little kid bar. Yeah. Every time I went to straddle it, my brain went crazy. So I made myself <laughs> do that and. And just rail slide that rail again. And uh, no, not emotionally. Just uh, tinkle on myself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, at least nothing, it's, it's... Nothing I can't handle. At least it's a, uh, <laughs> like, uh, a, cool, a cool way it happened. You know, skateboarding, doing the yeah. thing you love. Besides, like, I was walking yeah. in Walmart and slipped on a banana peel or something. When you get old, it's like you have to tell your parents and you're not professional or don't really get like a paycheck for doing it. You know what I mean? They're like, I think it's time you just coach. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. You're like, it doesn't work that way. Mom. Do you coach? Do they have that kind of stuff? I, I just hang out with them. You know what I mean? And if they don't, like say, the dude's like, hey, check this out. And it's 
he, he, he say he clipped it or something and he did the trick like, yeah, you did that. But maybe you should make sure you go all the way over next time. If you can help him out in any way. Yeah. Because, um, well, you can be lazy on a skateboard. Mm-hmm. Just like anything else, you know, you can do a trick. Like, yeah. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> but that don't, you know, somebody else can do it way better. So maybe try to get it like they always say, like the boys in the magazines do it. Or like <laughs> the guys on TV. Make it look like that a little bit The more. superstars. <laughs> you know, Here's, yeah, well, speak, then they kind of get what you're talking about. Yeah, speaking of that, so, uh, no one ever told me, like, I learned how to do a kickflip from, like, going on dial-up internet and, like, looking up people telling you how to do it or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, n- no one ever told me that you're supposed, like, for a while, I didn't know this, that you're supposed to catch it before you land. So I would flip but it you over. you can. Yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that that's like the proper way to do it. If you wanted to like jump a ramp or jump down some stairs and stuff, you have to catch it. You can't just like flip it and then land on it well, on the ground. You, if you nerd out on it, you'll watch the videos and you'll see some guys that do it, and then you'll like Reynolds or somebody they'll do it, and you're like, oh, you can flick it up and and have it. Yeah, you have it you like know, before you're land, even up to the top. To land on it. Mm-hmm. You don't really want to do that where you can flip it and you and the board all meet at the same time on the ground. Yeah. It works out sometimes, but you know, you, you want to have it before you start going down if you can. Yeah. See, if I would have had a coach or somebody, I would have learned that a lot earlier than just, you know, surely we'll get a skateboard coach at some point. It's in, was supposed to be in the Olympics this year. Yeah. So if we get it at the schools, they'll have to have some sort of, you know, coach administrator or something over it well i would think but i don't know i mean you could do skate lessons have you thought about that we've done those before yeah usually if the kids want to learn how to skate they come here go to the skate park yeah sometimes if you get a lesson you get a rad dad and a kid that doesn't really want to get that rad yeah you know what i mean <laughs> hey but you get him up there and he don't like you want to drop in Mm-mm. <laughs> just start in the bottom so I kind of let them come to me on the lessons, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know, don't even have to be a lesson. It's just Most of the older guys at the park will teach the younger guys how to skate if they want to learn. That's cool. You know, mm-hmm. speaking of dropping in at um, at Rage Skate Park, you remember Rage? It was in Hattiesburg? Mm-hmm. They, there oh, was, yeah. That was- there was a big-ass drop-in. It was like a vert wall. And vert wall with the quarter pipe in the middle of it. Yeah, like I went, I went there and I saw a bunch of younger kids, younger than me, probably eight and nine, uh, mm-hmm. j- dropping into that thing. And I was like, I'm, I'm pretty good at skateboarding. I'm gonna go up there and drop off that thing. And I went up there and I was like, there's no way I'm dropping into this damn thing. It was completely different right. uh, than what you think. You know, you see on TV, especially like X Games, like the vert. That's that's a lot bigger than you think it is, right? Yeah, and it's not it's as a, easy as it looks. Yeah. But you got to take such baby steps. You know, like when you go to the roller dome and people couldn't do it? Yeah. And then if you go there while you go backwards and do all the stuff? Yeah. Kind of like that, but you got you, you to gotta take it in baby steps or you get hurt. So a lot of people don't do it, and then they're like, I want to do this now, and they don't they don't work up to it. Yeah. You got to work up in those big ramps. 
start in the bottom and go, uh. yeah, I think you got built muscles. Don't even use for anything else. Hmm. Just kind of get it. And then some of the kids are like a duck on water. Once they get past that part, they're like, Oh, I get it. You know? And it's yeah. not as easy for some of the other, but they still get it, but you can see it on them. Like some people sweat and they look like they're about to fall down the whole time, but they still <laughs> power through everything. And then some people, it's nothing to them. And it's like, they're, you know, just flying around. <laughs> You know, and, there's, and then there's everything between. There was a, a, I say little kid, a younger kid that did a, a ten eighty. In a, a regular vert ramp. Mm-hmm. Recently, which is ridiculous, like young kid. Whenever I think it was, uh, maybe Ryan Sheckler, he came out and like won the X Games Street one year, like. That's crazy. Like I don't know what the what the difference is. Like how younger kids started getting so good. What I mean, what do you think? What do you I think? think there's the, more. You got the skate camps that they can go to at any age. You know, they can go start going when they're young and keep going, and they have all the ramps to try it on. So you can go ahead and be exposed to the to the big ramp at a younger age. Yeah, that's got to help a little bit. Yeah, uh, kids that get the snowboard probably are a little more hip to that going up and spinning way up there like that. Mm-hmm. So they could probably cross train on the snowboards and do a lot of, you know, they're just in it. And now a lot more of the parents are like, Hey, that's great. Let's go do that. So they'll go to the skate parks or send their kids to the skate camp or be more involved in it. And then I think it makes them get better quicker. Hmm. You know, they're there. Folks are there looking out for them, feeding them lunch and they get to probably skate way more than you. And you just have to sneak off and be like, Oh, be back in a little while and <laughs> try to go skate some spot. Yeah, or skate in your to, in your in your driveway. Put a little well, rail up. After I was twelve, I was past that. I want to go to campus. Yeah, but whose parents be like? Yeah, just I'm just going to set you free <laughs> in the middle of Hattiesburg. So you'd have to find some way to be like, I'm going to Billy's house, and his grandma's going to take us around here and do that. And if you could just get out the house. Then you could just go there. all over Hattiesburg or anywhere we needed to go. You get caught sometimes. You know, somebody saw you <laughs> way down there, but it was worth it, and you get to skate better spots. Yeah. But now the kids don't have to do that. They can go to the skate park every day. Yeah. You know, and it's not dress. I can tell you, there was churches always had good places to skate a lot of the mm-hmm. time because um, they'd have stairs and little wheelchair ramps and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. we'd always look for churches banks oh yeah all parking lots stuff like that i always skated the dell champs out here in oak grove when i was little when i went to oak grove that curb that went down the sidewalk it was painted i guess it's like where gaddy town is now but i don't know if that was even there but we'd wax that and like see those people on now it's pretty popular to do like slappy grinds and stuff like that yeah We'd skate it like that and grind down the hill. That's cool. The first, first, the first good flip trick I ever did was at the McDonald's in Oak Grove out of one of those little curb chip, curb cut wheelchair bank things. Yeah, I did a very okay. Uh, I thought it was hot stuff too. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> a, like a real trick. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember I spent uh, forever trying to do. Uh, in this, this is what changed too. We used to just call it a 360 flip. Now they call it a 
tray or a tray flip or everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. When I did one of those, I was like, you know what? I'm the best skater that has ever existed because I just did that trick. Every, was, every was, kid thinks that. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, like, have to go to the skate park. And when you get old, it's not really that worth it. Like everybody that skated learned how to do a three flip. Most of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just see the new come and they land that three flip. <laughs> like y'all see that? I'm going pro. It's like I'm too big for this park now. I gotta. I'm. Uh, I'm going somewhere else. That's one of the funnest parts of watching the kids grow up. Do it. You watch them hit that rise. You know, they all want to go be a professional skateboarder or something like that. And some of them work really hard at it. And it's interesting what what comes out of them. Yeah. They get the broken arms and all that stuff. So what does it mean to be pro nowadays? I know back in the day, you couldn't make a, like, you couldn't really, you could make a video, but you couldn't make, like, a legit skate video or have boards and stuff people can kind of do that now with their phones and stuff like is it easier to become yeah, pro I'm, or a definition of a pro is you went through the under ranks you know the am ranks and you know people want you to be a pro thinks somebody buy your skateboard and you uh go to professional contests and a company is paying you to represent their brand mm-hmm but that's, I guess, the highest end pro, you know what I mean? Like, I skate for Adidas and the skateboard company or whatever. But um, anybody could just get a board and put their name on it and say they're a pro. Yeah. But I think those steps are what would prove a pro. I I went to smaller contests and proved proved my worth. When we would compete down at uh, Waveland, it was Oakley contests. A lot of the AMs would come down there, and it sucked for us. Because you know they were really good, but I always took it as well. If they're going to go off and be pro, they got to they got to beat everybody. So they, you know, they go around and and uh, and do that. Hmm. So but I don't know. So were you considered a pro? Were you pro skate? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Me and a pro. I uh, work at skate shop and on brakes and skateboards. Now I would like to have a pro for my company. But he would need to go enter some professional contest. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I don't even know what I'm saying when I say that. I'm just a little guy from Glendale. I, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> that seems very corporate and all this. I don't think I could just go do he, that if I wanted. He to. would have to provide some sort of benefit for you giving him free stuff, I'm assuming is what you're saying. Or he would have yeah. to well, not just be well, some I, guy. No, I'm saying. I wouldn't put somebody's name on one of our boards and try to sell it if he wasn't like the real deal, you know what I mean? Yeah, like somebody I want I want his board because I saw him in this contest. Yeah. But that's but that's uh I mean I don't know if we'd ever even do anything like that. I don't even know how that works. But I would like for a guy or especially a local person to get good, come through our shop and someone see him and be like, Oh, I saw you at this small contest. I'm you know, Thunder Trucks or this bigger board company, and he gets to go there, but we got him to that part. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's a good that's idea. About that's as, you know, good. as good as we can get it. Or give him a reason to skate better. Yeah. And then someone sees his Instagram footage or something. I give him 20% off the guys on the team, and I give some of them free skateboards. If they 
I can tell they're really trying and they're breaking them because they're trying to, you know, they're trying their best and the boards are just breaking. So do what you can there. So you got a team? As far as stuff. Yeah, but it's mainly just the people that try the hardest around here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I skate all the time. We got a guy in Jackson named Nippy. He went, he drives further than any other guys. He went out to uh, California Made some friends out there and skated with Chris Cole. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's pretty. Yeah, um, he was a pro. little after my time, but I've heard of Chris mm-hmm. Cole for sure. I mean, got a bunch of guys. Uh, Willie Nelson around here. His name's really Willie. Wow. Nelson. <laughs> Everybody likes watching him skate. He likes to go in the air, and he's tall and lanky. Yeah. So try to try to help him out best I can. And then there's those are the older guys, you know. And then you got. Kids under there's a dude named Chase also from Jackson. It's crazy watching this kid skate. And it's Chase Williams on uh, Instagram. And then there's even more. I don't want to leave anybody out, but you got River, Bailey, Jackson. Those three usually hang out together at the pedal skate park. And they all kind of feed off each other. And if one of them gets better than the other, the other ones usually get better. Yeah, it's always good to have but, somebody uh... – either to compete with or somebody that's coming up to get, you know, yeah, I guess to compete with, kind of push yourself to be a little better each day as you're, as you're learning and stuff. It helps. It, if no one that knows how hard the trick is that you did was there to see it, it's, you know what yeah. I mean? It helps. Someone's there that's like, dang, he did that one. <laughs> it's like, look, Grandma just did this trick. And she's like, that's nice. That's real nice. It's like, Yeah, I used to make my mom try to watch me ramp my bike. <laughs> Not as cool. It's like, oh, that's that's really good. Uh, that's a great trick. It's, yeah, that, I think you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> uh, man. Well, I, maybe, maybe I'll get a board and just ride around. I don't know. We'll see. I just, get a cruiser. Well, you know, you a big fatty, and that's if a you hoss. want to, you can, <laughs> if you know what I mean, and you can ride wheelies on it and everything, but uh, everybody should have a skateboard. Do you have, well, I do have a skateboard still. It's, it's old. I've, it, it came from Rap, Rapture Skate Park, so it's mm-hmm. that old. I don't know how old, I guess over 10 years now. Wow. Yeah. Over 10 years. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have one of your, your skateboards you can show everybody? One of your brands? I do. Can you see it? Yeah. Hold it. Uh, the other way, like long ways. Yeah. This way. Yeah. Was that a bear? These ones. With 3D glasses? It's a bear. 3D glasses. Coming out of the forest. And it says, Mississippi, United States, thou great untamed brute. There you I think go. <laughs> that Quixote there. <laughs> so we want to represent. And then a lot of these in different colors. Oh, that's cool. They just stop name. So we get them made in Georgia. And that guy makes super strong bags. It's called Drifter. Yeah. And uh, we get to put a lot more input on it. You know, we want it to, we want these colored layers here, there, and there, and he works with us. And we actually get to talk to the guy that makes the skateboards. 
and it, I like that way better. Yeah, that's cool. Is when that you do it before you know you just wrap. So, how do um, how do like I've never really even thought about this, but how do the the big names like Baker or whatever do they make them in house, or, or does everybody kind of go through a? I would think the big names are probably made in Mexico and China. Okay. Now, maybe a few in California. I think maybe Prime Wood's still made in California. Yeah. But uh, a lot of the boards say Mexico and China. Hmm. So, are there like uh, premium skateboard uh, decks? Like, these are handmade by this it, guy? or Not yeah. really. Now that the cruiser thing's kind of in, you'll get some artsy ones with a lot of cutouts where the, they use the wood grains. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the wheel wells out and expose it and stuff but usually if you buy pro deck it's supposed to be you know top quality and most of the pro companies will put out the pro deck and a price point so for instance this real deck looks cool like you know standard skateboard but it's only 40 bucks yeah it's their price points it's recycled or it was a cheaper manufacturing process but whatever they did they made it cheaper Hmm. And then this one is the same company, but this board's sixty-five dollars. But you can see it's you can tell the difference in the colored layers. And this one uh, is a heavyweight and claims to be really strong. Yeah. So I think mainly, if you look in those layers, you usually want a colored one on the top, colored one on the bottom, and a colored one in the middle. That's standard strong skateboard there. And then these guys look like they gave you two on the top, which might make it not break up. Yeah. Because a lot of people do that. They break it on the, on the truck holes. Yeah. Like that on top of the truck. So I think that board's kind of designed to prevent that. Didn't and they um, still make slick boards. So that that's two of the questions I was going to ask. So there was um, element – and I never had one or saw one in real life, but didn't Element make one that had some sort of uh, material in the middle that kept them from breaking at one point? Mm. Maybe. Third? I don't know. I never saw one. But I remember they made Uber lights. And then now Powell makes a flight deck. And Santa Cruz makes one. They're showing them on the videos, like running them over with cars and stuff. They just been. And then the the rep came in with the Powell deck sawed in half. Yeah. And somehow it's like that. It's got some kind of carbon fiber in it. I think it's similar to that one on this one, but maybe more of it. Most of the guys don't like them. I tried to get them for the dudes who break decks all the time. Yeah. Like here they say you can't break this, and they say it doesn't feel natural. I guess they'd just rather What's it got like a, break those and buy more. Like a... I don't know. It feels natural. Maybe it doesn't pop right or just doesn't bend. Or... I think it may be too much pop and it's too stiff. Oh, yeah. Rigid. Hmm. Now, the ones that don't break, I don't know. I've never ridden one of those, but it seems like uh, those would be good if you're skating where it's raining all the time. Yeah. Wet a lot, but I don't know about skating street on them, but they last forever. That sounds, I haven't gotten one of those in yet. That sounds like a good deal, I guess. You know, buy one. Not for... like eight bucks. It's, well, you know, 
they're Powell flight decks if you want to check them out. But most of the dudes who skate a lot just want that little wooden crispy deck. I think they like getting new ones. Well, yeah. uh, (laughs) Putting the board together and doing all that. And they work really good when they're new. Yeah, I'm looking at Powell flight decks. Oh, yeah, there's a a guy running over it with a truck. Mm -hmm. Like a dually truck. Wow. Push to the ground. Huh. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, and and the the other question is those slick boards. What is that like? It's just got like plastic on the bottom, or yeah, those came out in that. Well, first time I saw them was in the like late eighties. Santa Cruz made Santa Cruz made them. Yeah. I got an Eric Dressen one, so they were cool. It makes it slicker. And back then we were, you didn't have everything wasn't nice like it is now. Like most of the skate parks, stuff you're sliding on is smooth. Yeah. Like it's metal. Back then, it'd still be like raw concrete. You'd wax it up real good, but it would like, you know, dig big ruts into your board and stuff. Mm-hmm. And put that on there, and it made it last a little bit longer. But that stuff would peel off too. They even made plates one time. You could just buy like a plate and stick it on the middle of your board. Yeah. They're doing, yeah, they're doing it again. It's just called a Everslit. I think it makes them a little stronger, but you know, uh, just a piece of plastic on the bottom. Yeah. Um. Didn't tensor trucks? I used to have some of those, and they had like a a plate that helped you grind, right? And that's what that yeah, or, on the front. Yeah, like, do it anymore. They don't do yeah. that anymore. They've done everything you can think of <laughs> to just tinker with this stuff. They had trucks called Z rollers. Yeah, I think it was in the maybe early nineties. You know, like a like a like a bacon pin. You know, like you're making biscuits with a roller. Yeah. So the this right here was round. And you could buy new ones and put it in there and the axle ran through it. But theoretically, when you grinded, it would roll. But everybody just boogered it up and then it didn't roll and you were just grinding across that thing. Oh, okay. That seems like a but good a idea of, if it worked. It does, Maybe. but this stuff, it's not functional. I tell the moms, let them tear it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they buy it to tear it up. If he's tearing it up, he's skating good. Yeah. <laughs> he's that, running his truck half. Yeah, he's killing it. The one thing when I would get a new deck is I'd always be so, like, the, when you first get it, you're like, man, I got a mark on it. I scuffed it up here. Mm-hmm. But once you got one mark on it, then you're like, ah, I'm going to board slide all over this Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. You want it to look like you're killing it, but at the razor tail, nobody liked that. Yeah. <laughs> and i can remember when i was young like you didn't do that like you didn't stop that way on the board so your board would last longer so if you let somebody hey let me ride your board and they drug the tail across the ground yeah you're like no you never on board again <laughs> no you'd stop it with your shoe to save that tail because yeah you didn't get boards a lot yeah yeah you got That's one one for your birthday every year maybe possibly You're lucky yeah, if you're lucky. Um, so I was in my grandfather's barn one time, and I don't, I still have no idea where this came from, but uh, my cousin was like, hey, there's a skateboard up under here, and it was uh, like his little workbench. No idea. Nobody skated in the family, and uh, except for me at that time. And it was an old Powell Peralta board, 
um, Tony, it was a Tony Hawk Powell Peralta, like the big one, like with the big, the one way board, you're supposed to go one way with it. Um, and it was silver and it had a hawk on it, like a skull hawk, I think. Um, yeah, he just found it up under his thing. I don't, I thought it was pretty, uh, a pretty sick thing to find. Keep it. Yeah, I still have it. I was trying to find it before I got on the call so I could show it, but I'm not sure where it is. It's somewhere in my closet over there. (laughs) Google it when you find it. Maybe it might be worth something. I doubt it's worth. I mean, it is like it was, it was written. Uh, They they have these guys I see on Facebook. They collect that stuff. And some of them will even repaint the whole thing. Let's see. It was called. Yeah, it has a little skull on it. I doubt it. You figured it'd be the first one to come up. Tony Hawk Powell. Yeah, dude, has to be eighties, I guess. This sounds pro now. Oh yeah, uh, I saw that. He. Ever since he's got that game coming back out, it's been he's been all over the place. That game was awesome. Yeah, that's what. Uh, like, I think that got a lot of people skate just playing that and game. Just to, I think it made regular people finally able to understand it. Yeah, like I'd go to work, I'd work with you know guys that were in college or whatever. They didn't skate, but they were playing that game. They'd be like, "Dude, I did this and that on that <laughs> game." And, Crooked grinds and all that, and they knew what they were, you know, they knew what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was that was a good thing. I have it here. It's a Tony Hawk Powell Peralta deck. Highly sort after chicken skull cross mini seven ply deck in silver. It doesn't say what it's worth, but it had the original well, trucks and thought after. I mean they're trying to sell it, so it could be. Yeah. Wow. $576 on eBay. I mean, I'm not going to sell it, but. I'd, I'd hang that on the wall. Yeah, I, I usually do have it hanging on the wall, but I, I moved recently. Well, gotcha. that's fine. <laughs> it's cool. It's a cool piece to have. Mm-hmm. For sure. Part of skateboard history. Yep. Maybe maybe Tony Hawk wrote that one. So, real life. Maybe. He at least knows it was made. Yes. So, let me ask you a question, an honest question. Tony Hawk yeah. in the world of skateboarding is kind of a little corny, or is he not? I have a feeling like that most people don't. They're kind of like, eh. I like him. And if you, um, you know, he was put out there as the face of skateboarding and his dad was involved yeah. with him the whole, while he was a kid. And I hear his dad did a lot to get all that started. Yeah. You know, when they, you know, when they were little kids with all the pads on and the balls and everything. Yeah. So I think he just had to be a, you know, a good, a, a good kid. He couldn't really do all that stuff. And act wild because his dad was there, and he probably wanted to make him proud. Yeah. And then I've seen interviews with him where you know he he said he finally had to be like, okay, dad, 
you got to go now. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you watch, he was in one of those CKY videos. You know, it seems like he's got a good sense of humor in that hookups video. Yeah. And the end video. You know, so I don't take him for like a, uh, like a, a dry person or anything. I just yeah. think he's got a job. And that's the way he chose to do it. <laughs> and he's got right. well at it. Yeah, but cool. if you go watch, uh, like he did like fifty tricks at fifty. I saw that he did this one video. I think he, I think it's called Perched, and it was like he hadn't heard nothing from Tony Hawk for a while, and then this uh, YouTube video came out, and I think it was Perched, and it was just him skating that ramp in that place where he's always skating, little warehouse looking thing. Yeah, and he just murders like new tricks, like whoa, wow. So he, he I'm re- still impressed by him. He still he redid the nine hundred. I don't know recently ish. He did it. He landed yeah. it. Um, I don't know how. I mean, it's got to be a super hard trick. If only like I don't know how many people have landed it now, but it's not a lot, you know. Yeah, I, I, I've never seen anybody do it. Just only on TV. So but I didn't explain this. But he for, does uh, for everybody at home. A nine hundred is where you spin around two and a half times in like a vert ramp, which is shaped like this. So two and a half times. Uh, I think they're 1100 in that bigger black ramp, but you know, it's not a true vert ramp where they do the, where they do the bikes and everything. Uh, yeah. Called. Nitro circus. Yeah. Where they have like the resin looking pads on the ramps. Yeah. Those kids are spinning hundred on there. I think now. Yeah, they're doing crazy stuff. They got the big mega. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a 30 I'd foot ramp. That. I'd like to go see it because they do all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, you know, you think you can't get hurt, but there was a guy on a, a dirt bike that, and it was really hard to watch. And I've seen a lot of crashes. And this guy tried to do a front flip or double front flip or something on a dirt bike. And when he landed, he landed like he didn't make it all the way around or something, but he landed on his like butt. And as soon as he hit his, just, he went limp and it paralyzed him from the waist down, like just like that. And you could see like the, like, I don't know, pain or just whatever in his body, just like freaking out. You could tell he was, he knew he messed up. It was really hard to watch. So they can still mess up on those ramps. Uh, it's not a, you know, they, Sure, they practice and they before they get there to do it in front of everybody and they got it yeah. down pat, but sometimes it just doesn't <laughs> doesn't go. It was, um, but people want to see that too. Well, I mean, they're doing There's stuff that's back. that's you know they're doing triple backflips and stuff on bikes. Remember the guy and, when dude blew his shoes off years ago? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. He, he, he went up and came off of the. I guess he came off this way instead of just going straight up. He, just, he came off, and landed too going low. So fast, I think it been the wrong way. <laughs> I mean, you're just somewhere you shouldn't be, and you still got to come down. It, you're like a cartoon character trying to swim back in. Uh, you're just like flailing as you hit. Yeah, mm. and you know what's happening the whole time. I'm sure, but yeah. I most of the guys you see it on TV, you know, they've gotten in that situation before. Yeah, you well, think? Well, that guy only broke his foot or something. That's all that happened. Yeah, to him. <laughs> he, he knew what he was doing. It's just everybody remembers those shoes blowing off. I yeah. think it was his name Jake Brown. I think that was his name. 
I don't I'll know. never forget that. <laughs> Blew his shoes. Yeah. I think they were tied. You know, everybody knows loose shoes fly off, but I think I remember like, oh, his shoes were tied on. And <laughs> uh, knocked his shoes off. Oh, I bet it didn't feel good, though. I can guarantee yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um. But about your shop, kind of, if somebody wanted to check you out or stop by, like, like what are your hours? Kind of what do you offer? We're open 11 to 7 and closed on Sunday. And we carry mainly core skateboard stuff, Spitfire wheels, bones, indie. Um, I've been leaning more towards those shaped boards and cruiser boards because so, some people want those, you know? Yeah. But I try to always have whatever you need to make, like a real skateboard you can go kickflip down some stairs with at the skateboard. Like I'm gonna have that. <laughs> okay. Always. And uh I guess you got apparel too? Or Yeah, we got lots of hats and beanies and I try to match it with the hard goods. Yeah. So like I go hard on Spitfire wheels, so I got a lot of Spitfire T shirts and the uh three quarter sleeve shirts and some of their bags and the hats and the beanies, independent hats. So you can come in and get you know, if you got your board you can get a shirt and a hat and everything that goes with it. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, every day but Sunday. So you work six days a week. Hey. Nice. I do. Mm-hmm. So if you need a skateboard, Bye. head over to Brazen. It's right in front of Walmart in Hattiesburg. What is that? Forty nine? That's not forty nine. Ninety eight. Oh, ninety eight. The ninety eight Walmart. Um, we can, and we can fix a lot of them if you just got a bunch of parts that you don't know how to get them back together. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this was an old board. I don't know if I should buy a whole new one or is any of this stuff still any good? Just bring all that and you'd be surprised at maybe what you can still save sometimes. That's cool. And I guess you got all the, all the major uh, deck brands as well. Black Label is one of my favorite Real Slave. The Jamie Thomas guy, Zero Company, I told you about. This board. That's cool. Uh, you know, Day One Song, you heard of him? Yeah. And uh, Corey Podwell, they got a brand new company called Thank You. They got That's their cool. stuff. Yeah, I try to keep up with whatever, you know, but I, like Baker and Flip, you've heard of all these brands. If they're, I like the ones that have been around for a while and they put out videos. Yeah. So you can board and then go uh, watch the video. Yeah, Baker got really popular. Um a while back, it was just they, they weren't. I don't think they were around when I was skating. If they were, I didn't ever notice them. But I think they came out around two thousand, and it was like Baker bootleg, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Baker three videos, what I think made them the most famous. Yeah, it I, still was on YouTube. I always liked uh, enjoy skateboards. I had a couple mm-hmm. of those. Um, I liked mm-hmm. those, and uh, girl. Because uh, Costin yeah. <laughs> was was one of my favorite skaters. Um, yeah. Girl, and then uh, Birdhouse was the first one I got. But Birdhouse is cool. Yeah. They still make boards, and they got Jaws. That guy, you've seen Jaws? Uh-uh. Jumps off of everything real big. Uh, and they got a, a chick named Lizzie. She's my favorite girl skater. She can do, like, hand plants in the bowls and stuff. Yeah. So they're, 
We're doing good in Clive Dixon. I think he's on there. I don't want to say he is and he's not. But uh no no it's it's uh not a corny thing or anything. But they were a lot of the guys that were on Birdhouse years ago went on to Baker now. And I yep. think that Tony Hawk and Drew Reynolds had some uh business workings together. Like hmm. I think Birdhouse distributed the uh, Baker boards hmm. in the past. When it was the bigger company, yeah. Now that Baker's the bigger company, they have Baker Boys distribution, and I think they're all on that now. Hmm. So it seems like you know they're 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 in it together a little bit. Well, that's cool. Why not Tony Hawk and Andrew Reynolds? Can't <laughs> lose there. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. So if besides besides your board, what? deck would you buy what brand right now you got you got one you can only buy one what would you get black label black label there you have it there you have it black label (laughs) Uh, they're just i've I've written more of those than any other board probably yeah and they made the best videos in the early 2000s like you could be 25 or 28 and watch one of those videos and be like Going pro if I just work hard enough. (laughs) (laughs) They were like blue collar, you know, just dudes out there in those videos. Uh, I I remember I I didn't watch a lot of the skate videos coming up, mainly because they, I guess they weren't around. Maybe they were around. You just had to go get them or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, you had to actually get the VHS or the, the, the DVD. Yeah. Um, but I saw a video and this guy did, this might not be shit anymore, but the guy went up to like, you know, like a ledge type thing. I don't know what, where you could jump up to it and roll across it. And he did a kickflip to a one footed manual back manual, went all the way across mm-hmm. this thing and then kick flipped out. I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> and that's just yeah. like, that's, that's standard move these days. Wow. They can, they can do a three flip nose wheelie, nollie three flip out. That's what it's gotten to. Lots of practice. Man, the uh, the uh, I saw the since the Tony Hawk game is coming out, they're they're like going back and interviewing all the skaters from that game, and they mm-hmm. interviewed. Uh, he skated for City Stars. I think his name's Kareem. I don't want to say the wrong. Campbell. Cream Campbell. That's his name. Yeah. And he was talking about the ghetto bird and I saw it on the game, but I never saw him do it in real life. And that's a pretty sick trick. Uh, and he made that up. Yeah. <laughs> the kid at the skate park does it named Jojo. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's a hard flip and then you catch the hard flip and then turn another one eighty on the way down. Yeah. I could be wrong. It's, it's something I'm like pretty that. I'm sure that's what, yeah, like as and you then hit they add some where you can do the hard flip and then revert it, but it's it's one of those it's a little combo like a hard flip thing. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't do it for sure. Mm-mm. I can do a front side flip, but I'll, not the ghetto bird. But yeah, Kareem Campbell. Yeah, I got that game. I got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater when I lived on Deer Run in Oak Grove with a pizza, and it was a demo. You yeah. might not know they used to give out 
demo games. Yeah. And I got Kareem Campbell. I could only be Kareem Campbell <laughs> and I could only play level one. And I played that's I, I didn't care. Yeah. Because you know you could you could do the tricks over again. So I just played that for days and days. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> now they, so I knew uh, they were smart. I was like, I'm gonna uh, have it. Now now they time limit demos. So like once you've played five minutes it like shuts uh, off or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. This it, it was just like the game, but you got uh one character, that level, and here I am doing everything I can. The Superman song. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I think if if anybody's watching this that is slightly interested in skateboarding, they know every song off of Tony Hawk, Pro Skater. Oh yeah, I've played it so much, and we would we would make different versions of them. We heard them so many times. Yeah, <laughs> we had this one. Went, how did it go? I can't remember the words to it, but we would say "chicks with chest hair, chick to chest." <laughs> I can't remember the words to the songs, but it sounded like they said that. Maybe they did. Better than the rest. Uh, and then they had uh, Jerry was a race car driver. Maybe that was on the second one. It was on one of them. I was a huge Primus fan as a uh, teenager. I went and saw them a bunch in New Orleans. Yeah, when I was probably seventeen. Oh yeah, go to the uh, to the Lollapalooza. Yeah, and uh, uh, at State Palace. Hmm. I've never seen them before. So, um, I hadn't seen them in a long time. We went and saw the Sausage Band once too, because. They came out kind of. I guess it was the band before Primus, but then they made a CD after that. Yeah, and we went down there and uh, mm-hmm. but I don't do stuff like that anymore. That was just when I was a kid. Hmm. Last last band I saw yeah, was uh, Blink One Eighty Two. I know who that is. Yeah, you ever heard of them? I saw yeah. them, and uh, it was with the new guy. Tom wasn't in it, but I did see them again earlier. With Tom, right before he's they doing, broke up, he's doing conspiracy stuff now too, huh? Yes. Didn't he get into that? He is. Yeah, deep. I thought I saw him on there. I haven't watched one of his yet. He's a. Uh, he's yeah, he's deep into it. Um, but but here's the thing, though. So he went on, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, and everybody was like talking shit about him because he was all he talked about was aliens and conspiracies and stuff. Right. Um, and then here recently, the government released all those documents that he was talking about. And he was like... Everybody's got... <laughs> yeah. Those guys will come out and say stuff that you just don't want to believe it. Yeah. But did you see the one where they did Alex Jones and it sounded like he was completely insane? And then Elon Musk said the same thing, but it was in Elon Musk words and they played yeah. him side by side. <laughs> they're pretty much telling you the same thing about AI. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's crazy and he's a genius well here's here's what i think it is i think uh alex jones is very abrasive and if you don't look past him being a crazy like acting he acts like a crazy person like he's yelling yeah but that's and (laughs) isn't that part of the show yes i like to watch um yeah but he he does say some stuff you know like he's just he's just ranting and i think people automatically assume he's crazy it's kind of like when jesse ventura came out and was talking about 9-11 and i remember one of the one of the ones he was on i mean he was saying good stuff are you into conspiracy theories are you i'll watch a few from time to time okay so i'm big into conspiracy theories and uh so i was watching 
uh, it was Jesse Ventura, but the way he was dressed, which is fine. You shouldn't have to change the way you dress, but he's on a big national news program and he's got like these weird, like double things and the way he's just dressed odd. And I think most people kind of look at, Oh, you look like a crazy person. I'm not going to take you seriously. That's kind of what maybe why it went that way. But I mean, he comes in and goes, Hey, do you remember the golf, uh, golf of Tonkin incident? And everybody's like, no, he was like, well, you know, the U S I won't get into it. The U S made up an attack so we could go to the Vietnam war. I'm into this kind of stuff. I got into it like 10 years ago. Yeah. But I went, uh, Bill Cooper. Yeah. I liked his stuff, the pale white horse, Alex Jones, all those movies that he made. I mean, they were pretty cool mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Yeah. And, uh, I watched, I watch his show every night, but I'm like, if I'm watching it with somebody, I'm like, hold on, he's going to cry in a minute. <laughs> but I'm not disregarding him. It's just, he's got kind of a rhythm to it, the, how he does it now. And it's entertaining to me. But a lot of the stuff that he says, you know, you don't have to disregard it. You can go and look it up. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. You know? And my whole thing with the conspiracies, a lot of that stuff's a cult. And people won't, when, even when they hear the word, they're like, what is, what is that? You know what I mean? But when you, a lot of that stuff, you got to kind of see what that means to see what any of that was. And then it's sent you down a bunch of rabbit holes. But yes. In the, in the times we're living in, I mean, some of that stuff kind of added up mm-hmm. to not be so crazy. And some of the things that I've seen, you know, I don't know how to explain them. Yeah. Yeah. And even on the, the, the YouTube stuff. But, um, Everybody's got an opinion. Look, and I can tell you this right now, YouTube is censoring the hell out of anything that is slightly off the, what everybody thinks is true path. If you Google, um, the five G conspiracy, I don't know anything about it, but every time when someone says, when I see a conspiracy theory or any kind of, topic that might be something that maybe something else is going on. I like to at least look into it to know if it's bullshit or not, you know? So I tried to look up, you know, 5g and YouTube won't allow it on there. If you go on there and make it, they put Dave Dyke off. He put one out and that was a big thing. They just dropped him right off of there. Yeah. And that's where I was like, Oh, there's something to it. And they're filtering comments now. So if you go in and, uh, say something is if you say something negative, like go to a go to any comment, go to a video that's a bad video or something. You go to the comments, it'll say they'll filter out all of the uh, negative comments, and everyone will just be like, "Who's here in 2019?" or whatever. I, they're starting to I censor a lot of stuff. You can't find anything on YouTube anymore. There's more money and time spent on making sure you think the way you think. For a reason, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's definitely a mainstream to this that's contrived. And I, I, you can see it. Once you can see it, you can see it. Yeah. If you try to tell people about it, they usually double down and, you know, you're crazy or you're a Christian or some shit like that. <laughs> and you're like, well, I was, it's a, I just, just look at it. And that's, and uh, uh-uh. yeah. But, well, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. But, I guess it's there, and what what would a person do, even if the oh yeah, I can 
that believe in conspiracies and stuff. All right, so I don't know, man. The COVID thing, the whole thing, it just adds up. Yeah. <laughs> so much that this one side is trying to have its way. And then you research, and it's a global thing, and you can really sink your teeth into that shit if you want to. <laughs> so, so what's your what's your opinion on COVID? Which side are you on? I, you don't want to say the wrong thing right now. You know, you really don't. I, I am <laughs> blessed. I thank God that I don't have it. Mm-hmm. That my mom and daddy don't have it. That none of my friends have it. That none of their friends have it. And nobody that my mom and and them don't have it. And I know people have it. I just know a lot of people and I'm glad that none of them have it. <laughs> and that's that's a, that's all I know about that. You're glad that you don't know of anybody that has it. I'm very grateful for that. Yes, very grateful. That is a very good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, I've I've seen a lot of there's a, it, it the whole thing with the mask and everything is just it's a little too much because then you got people bossing you around that are just employees and stuff and that's weird. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to, I guess. Yeah. So it just makes everything suck a little more. But I mean, obviously it's real. Yeah, people have died. I mean, when you look into the old folks' home thing and all that, mm-hmm. it is just so much stuff being dumped on the human being right now on just media. Well, you so know, if you turn all of that. Up. If you if you look at and this is one of the things about the media that everybody says, uh, we have become the media. Uh, if you get on Facebook and share something, you are essentially being the media. Um, whenever you share. Uh, Donald Trump did this. He's an asshole. Uh, you share it. And especially the people that don't read what they're sharing. There's a lot of times, um, I'll see an article and it'll say something. And if you go and read it, it's not really what was happening. You become the media and you're putting out. That's the only reason I became a Trump supporter. Yeah. I was never a political person, you know, always took myself as a, you know, it's just skateboarder dude. Didn't have to deal with that and then you kind of see it sizing up and then i asked a guy like how could you vote for him i was just like everybody else like look how strange he looks and this this and that and anything i could think of to make him be a clown you know what i mean yeah and that guy said i don't have a choice i'm a republican which didn't make me really like donald trump anymore or anything else but now i had to know what that meant yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying I didn't even really know what any of this stuff was, like Democrat, Republican, mm-hmm. this or that. Just watch TV like everybody else, consumer. And then the conspiracies on top of looking into that, it all adds up at the same time. And then if you, you know, there's cues out there, whatever that is. And Kennedy did get shot in his face, you know, <laughs> yeah. a long time ago. It sure happened. And things ain't exactly fair in all these institutions that everybody have to pay into. You know what I mean? So if a yeah. guy's going to come along, kind of, I noticed when they pointed him out, he could take it no matter what they did. But then he would be like, what about you? And it might be a month or two later. 
And then that person that was coming at him really hard had something to hide. And he kept finding all that out in our government. And if he can do that, well, hell yeah, let's do him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Like if we're the United States of America and we're supposed to be free, and he seems like he will go through some of these dirty institutions and clean them out or at least air them out. And I could be all wrong. This could be mm-hmm. all a big game that I everybody's being played on. That It's all fake. It's all you know puppets, I mean? yeah. <laughs> you, you never know, but you got to live a life, you know. Yeah, I think so, uh, I think Trump is. Uh, I'm not a uh, supporter of Trump, nor am I a hater or dis supporter of Trump. Um, would I vote for him? Probably not. But I would. Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't vote or not but I don't I, I don't really have an opinion. I don't think he's as bad as everybody says, but I also don't think he is the best president we've ever had. That's my opinion on Trump. I don't think he, I don't think he does everything I, great, but I don't think he does everything I don't bad either. I think that he is a great human being. Now, I'm not saying nothing bad about the guy or anything. I mean, we've all seen him up yeah. until now. He wasn't a preacher. No. You know what I mean? He wasn't trying to off and have this higher ground. He was, you're fired. And yeah. I liked it. But and then this president thing with him is nothing new. I've seen a few interviews where, you know, he might be tossed in the hat for that or whatever he was doing. I didn't pay attention back then. And that's what I don't like about the internet right now. Like, I kind of feel like anything you say is kind of put under a microscope and you might could get in trouble for saying something as far as that goes, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. I'm not really that concerned with money and that kind of stuff. I'm mm-hmm. old, and uh, if I could do anything to make all this go away, I'd do it. You get, yeah. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what fight are we in? How do we fight it? I don't know. And then you try to study it, and it's this new silent war for new times. And it's like that's is that what this COVID is? Like, hmm. no one's going to tell us. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to tell us so for sure. So at the end of the day, with all the conspiracy stuff, all you can really be like is, is there people that know things that we can't understand? That's why it's always been someone above us. Mm-hmm. You know, because you've always, you know, the Bible and the Greek mythologies and stuff, they give you things to look at and be like, this is the God of this, this, and that's because maybe people couldn't understand that back then. Mm -hmm. But at this point in time, I think everybody's getting to where they can take most knowledge or whatever there is. So they should go on and share it or whatever it is that keeps one man over another. Yeah. And if they have done this, it's put us all in. What's it called? There's a nat- there's natural law and there's like man's law and all that. And like law should be more natural. And if everybody was on an equal thing, I just don't think it would tear down like that as much as all these people having control over other people as far as even the way we treat people because it puts another person, it takes someone's power away because this guy's this and we all agreed to it. Yeah. Which in I'm not getting confused here. And I know some people are smarter than other people, but we don't really have the right to abuse people for nonviolent crimes. You know, a lot of stuff's out of 
hand on this power level. Yeah. And I think it comes from the top down. So if we could fix that or whatever that even means, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's, is there, is there, is there a puppet master or a group of puppet is masters? There, uh, is there predators or institutions that govern us? For sure. Yes. But they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. How do you expose those when it's gone on this long? I don't know. I'm not that smart. I just can only pick up on little bitty things, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but there's a right and a wrong, and this don't feel right. So that's good. Let's get it that way. <laughs> well, I mean, did when I studied the media, they took everything. They they poison the kids. They poison everybody with bad behavior. And I'm 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 only saying this because I'm guilty of it. You know, you know what I mean. But I can admit that I'm wrong. I can admit that the music I listened to growing up wasn't good for me, but I don't know that I have the answers to fix any of these things. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But maybe if we had better representatives and better messages, then things could be better. But everything's marketed and money and this and that. And this is just the same thing from the beginning of time. This even this Adam and Eve story. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like um, I heard a guy talking one time and it's there's giant guy uh, in caveman times. This is just like an example of how it could have started. Giant guy, uh, big buff guy is out killing all the animals, bringing the food home, uh, getting all the women and, you know, in whatever kind of living arrangements cavemen lived in. And then there was the skinny guy that was smarter, but had no chance of killing the deers and getting the women. So he made um, made up a magical being that told him what's right and what's wrong, which gave him control over the stronger guy. Uh, you know, and that you know, even the Catholic Church became and still is a a powerhouse for no i believe the catholic church is control because they wouldn't you know people couldn't read back then and i heard they did the mass in a different language or whatever yeah i've done a lot of religious stuff read a lot of books been to a lot of churches and uh the best thing i've found is the bible yeah not having somebody read to me or tell me what's in it not uh, assuming what's in it I'll read it and I'll even listen to it on YouTube. And most of the things they say in there are things you're going to come across in life. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's it's also an occultic book. It's not just literal. You know what I mean? If you have discernment in a lot of things, when you read that, you kind of get different things out of it that maybe, you know, it's not as plain to everyone. Yeah. But maybe it is. But even on the literal basis thou shalt not kill the ten commandments is that there's no reason to scoff at that yeah you know but but so, do you, but do you need the book to tell you not to do that i think and does that, thou shalt not kill cover murdering pedophiles and murderers themselves uh through you know capital punishment 
um, then that's where we get into, you know, you have to split all the hairs to have a society. You know yeah. what I mean? Because everything's kind of gray. Everything crosses over. Even if you're like, this is that and this is that. They still a lot have a crossover mm-hmm. in different animals. So as far as, you know, we have that worked as a guide to go by this far. Can we think of anything better? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. See, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Is, that, is that another institution that makes all the rules? My, my, if I believe if I believe in God, then the police are here to protect my God-given rights. Yeah. That's why they're here. And we all agree to that. If I believe in the state, then whatever they can change whatever they want. And I have no, no room to stand on because it's good for everybody. Yeah. But we got the Bible and those words. And, you know, I'd rather own up to the when I think of God I think of everything that is good and everything that goes into the world to generate and make things you come out of it and you go back into it and it keeps going you know yeah so I try to, to I want to I want to live up to that if I could or whatever you know but religion's weird <laughs> I, I think I think that People should be able to do whatever they want, but I think they should also be held accountable for whatever they want. So I think as long as you do not affect someone else, you're good to go. Uh, so, uh, and that goes yes, down to sure. that goes down to most policies that I would believe in. I've never had a uh, a leader come out with that. It's always been. There's always some kind of rule that is um, unfair to somebody, or uh, it's it's illegal because we said so, or you can't do this because of these regulations that we put into place. So I don't know if you need a religion to tell you that, or if it's something just ingrained in all humans. Uh, what makes us different? We're obviously as humans not caught up. To another group of people who are more caught up than we are. Mm-hmm. Somebody wrote that book. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, they knew a lot about people who ever wrote that book. You know, it was, you know, it's written by the scribes or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, if you want to think it was created, you know, by a guy, even if it was, he had a lot of insight. Yeah. Well, how to try to. The People Bible was that. was written over, I, I don't know, thousands of years, hundreds of years, uh, by a bunch of different people. Like for example, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were written. The earliest uh, was written fifty years after Jesus's death, and the other ones were hundred, hundred and fifty. They probably weren't even written by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, there's all kind of, the the whole Bible is is more of a uh, a collective tale of different people throughout history, and even the Catholic Church has admitted that there are extra books of the Bible, such as the Book of Enoch, which Enoch was one of the people that yes. did not die, like Peter, he was taken straight to heaven. Right. He just walked up there. Yeah, like, or, now, that book's good. It's got the fallen angel stuff and all that. Yeah, and the, and all the layers of heaven. Cool. It's a good book. Yeah. There's two of them. Yeah, I, I, you know, I tried to brush up on the Bible or whatever and see all that. And I heard they found pieces of it in Ethiopia. And then you see the shows that are like, they, like, well, these are just stories retold from 
even ancienter times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I I do believe that could very well be true. You know what I'm saying? But they're telling those stories for a reason. Even if they had to change the names in them or whatever, it's just something to try to get across points to us as humans. And uh, I mean, I don't know what else would work besides that. Yeah. Well, can you hear that? Yeah. I, w- I would just say as long as you're not hurting someone else, uh, if you want to drink alcohol in your home, that's fine. But if you want to get behind a, a, like, a go drive, then you're putting other people at risk that had no choice in, in you drinking. Your drinking's affecting someone. Um, if you want, right. you know, th- that kind of stuff, I think, is how it should be run. Uh, well, you know, I think anything in error is a sin. If you wanted to make things a sin, if you're going to work, we all kind of know what's right and what's best. Or yeah. you would like to think you do. And well, then if you, you know, you do things in error, you might learn from them, but you want to make everything go the best it can and generate. So, you know, the thing I think when it comes to religion is nobody can decide, especially with the Bible, uh, what the actual rules are. Um, so is it wrong to marry a different race from you? And you know, there's arguments that some Baptist churches are like, uh, no, that's that's wrong. I've heard them say it, that it's wrong to marry right. outside of your race because you, there's a Bible verse that says it. A lot of the verses that I've seen that people will snip out that says that. No, I don't know. This one might save that plain as day. I'm not familiar with it. But it didn't necessarily say it in that way or something. You get what I'm saying? It's the one about being unequally yoked, uh, which is supposed to mean don't marry somebody that believes in a different religion or is not the same as you. Right. But and now if you don't put race into it, that might mean like someone – if you were to marry a woman who's not up to your mental stand, not standards, but yeah. you know, it's not hip to all the things you are. It might not be a good idea. Yeah. Well, wanna, you know, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's more like you can't, not, not everybody has a level head about the rules in it. Some of them, some churches won't let you wear women wear pants and they have to cover their head that's in the bible some do some will say you're going to hell because of that so who do you decide to make the laws of the country based off the religion which religious to cast anyone to hell and i don't think anyone gets when when i try to look at it i try to look at it the jesus stories you know like no one was perfect so god sent this guy to try to show you what a, a person could be that was level-headed, non-sinning, just trying to do life. Yeah. And, you know, the story goes up to the state. The state took him in, and then he asked, you know, the people, you want me to kill him or, you know, the the murderer or whatever? It's just the symbolism of it, you know, it's like he came to show you what sin, what it would be like to not sin, but everybody in the world kind of doubled down on their sin and hung him for exposing it. And I just, I just think there's lessons to be learned in it. Yeah. More than to just discard the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. But, and I've even seen things where Mormons took the race thing with it. I'm not trying to call out religions or anything. Oh, uh, the Mormons like, definitely. Like, like 
had like colored problem. people are the son of Cain or something like that. Well, they thought I just that people. The, the Mormons literally think it's in the Book of Mormon that you can pray uh, Native Americans into white people. <laughs> I'm <laughs> the, not joking. The, the, that was a, they thought of, but I haven't <laughs> seen too much in the the Bible that I have mm-hmm. that um. And I can't say that I've just read it line for line and know everything it says in it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I got to teach my daughter something. Yeah. I have. I'm going to teach her everything I know and all the mistakes I've made and what I've learned from it. But on a social scale and on the media, I mean, you know, Bible school's not that bad for her to go to. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's, nothing, her to, her to, there's nothing inherently wrong with it uh, unless someone perverts the Bible and somebody, somebody tries to make it, you know, you can't have, uh, you know, you can't do this, uh, because I interpreted the Bible this way or something, you know, but there's good stories in it. You know, be nice, be nice to your neighbor, um, you know, help the poor, help the blind, help the sick. That's all good stuff. And you, and you can, not go it's a lot of not going with mainstream and you know you can purify yourself and help yourself through that and i don't think there'd be such a war against it if it wasn't beneficial i just think it's been used in some bad ways by governments and then i mean you see people on tv with the eye of the devil (laughs) preaching you see that little guy they show all the time but that's just money and that's like of this world and i like the stuff in the bible where it's like you don't need the stuff of this world it's all inside of you yeah, you know, and that stuff's true. And I'm a I'm a believer. I think that I'm a small. The world is so big, I can't understand how space works or how clouds work. And I mean, we all try, and now we have the internet, and we all think we know just how everything works. There might be some things I'm not big enough to understand. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I can just take points of truth from from different books, that book, and I'm not going to say that none of it's not true. I'm going to try to, by the time I'm dead, have some sort of understanding and go, if I can go to something that I can understand, go to it. And I've, and I've read other books and listened to things that aren't anything to do with the Bible. And they're more, um, I don't want to say like Masonic and stuff like that, but like Manly P. Hall and people like that. Yeah. He'll say things. You don't want to leave here with unfinished business. You know, so maybe yeah. you got to come back and kind of trippy, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of stuff like that, that things that are happening on this plane matter. Yeah, and I don't want to mess up. You know what I mean? If I, <laughs> if I don't have to. <laughs> well, the, so. there's there's one, the Hindu faith and their version of karma and reincarnation. It's kind of cool. Uh, the, their whole thing is if you keep you live your life um over and over again, but as somebody else, I guess, I don't know the exact details, but essentially you keep living your life till you, till you live your, uh, perfect life. So you keep getting to live Mm -hmm. till you've done it right. Then, then you get to go to the next life, which sounds pretty cool. You don't, there's no, which, which could be in indifferent words. You get to go to heaven. Yeah. You get to go. Every religion has a heaven and a hell. That's why I don't be like, Oh, this or that's wrong. They could all be points of truth in them all. So learn from them all. But I mm-hmm. tell you the, the the thing in all of them is 
y'all got to make this work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's up to y'all. Y'all got to make this work. And they tell you the Pharaoh, he's not going to help you. These, these Sadducees or whatever they call them that are just working against the common person. All those books are kind of trying to tell you like, y'all got, y'all got to, y'all, you got to do better. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, Pissing off God, he's going <laughs> to destroy this city in the Old Testament. Oh, he you know? did, he did in the and Old Testament. So, in the time that we live in now, is that what do we do? We all fixing to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Corona's going to kill us all. Something, something's coming. Out of the hospitals, and <laughs> I watched CNN the other day, and it started with body bags being drugged off the thing. You could hear it. Off the boom, off the boom. I was like, y'all think they're trying to scare people? You know what I mean? I don't know what's fixing to happen. I don't know what all this is, but we damn sure ain't doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows, Me and man? You ain't doing it. <laughs> Me and your neighbor ain't doing it, as far as I know. But, I mean, what is it? Is I've watched that news, and those people will say, wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. I mean, are you, are you fucking with me? <laughs> Uh, is, is that what's going I think is that not how I think people just don't have enough information and the news organizations have to constantly have something on the air that is breaking news because they can't just be like you know what guys what we said yesterday keep doing that we'll see you tomorrow they can't I, do that every that. day's got to be oh well well we heard the mask but but did you hear the new thing that might be coming up now, babies are getting it in a rare disease. Yeah, Click this ad to find feet. more. I was skating Sunday, a couple Sundays ago. My dad calls me wanting to know about the murder hornets. Yeah. He, 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 he was curious. He thought it might be something. I'm like, Dad, you have a chance of you dying from murder hornets like getting struck by lightning. Probably sit on the porch. You're probably way more yeah. likely to get struck by. Well, the thing was that came out and it was, it had a scary name and it was a scary looking bug. And there was a few of them in Washington or something. And how old are you? How old am I? Is that what you said? I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Finish the murder. Hornet. Yeah. But that, that's, that's what it was. So, the news, there wasn't much going on. You notice when the murder hornets came out, there wasn't a lot of change and the, everything was shut down. There wasn't any plans to open it. Everybody was just chilling that they had to have another story to, to fill up their right. ad needs and people and, and visiting their pages. The people. Yeah. So that's what it was. Murder hornets or, you know, Southeast Asian, whatever they call have been on earth for a long time and, they kill people every year, but just not here in America. And there were a few in yeah. America, but it's, it wasn't it wasn't an invasion. <laughs> uh, no, I saw a dude go to wherever they come from and let one sting him. Yeah, and swell up real big. Like if you got stung by like a dozen of these, it'd probably kill you. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean, I mean, so will bees though. Like but regular ass bees. The reason I, that's it. The reason I was asking how old you were. I'm forty, almost forty four now. Yeah, and in my life. The Africanized bees was going to get us when I was little. You know, and that was all over the news. Yeah. Uh, CFC chlorofluorocarbons from styrofoam was putting a hole in the, in the ozone. CFCs, yes. I, they still sell styrofoam cups every day. So as a consumer, how is this your fault? <laughs> 
Uh, it's it's. I guess it's supposed to just terrify you. Well, fall in so line. They don't make. Quit making the cups, but quit telling me it's my fault for using them. I can't use them if you don't make them. But that was a big thing. It's all your fault. You dirty, dirty humans. You use too much hairspray. You yeah. used to CFCs. Got a giant hole. And this is in like 1982 or something, bro. I'm like, it was, a it was in the 90s. I was alive for that. Oh, this they do it before. Go down the Time Life <laughs> magazine. It starts in like the 60s, and they're like. You're going to freeze to death. You're going to burn to death. The bees are going to kill you. This disease is going to kill you. <laughs> da, 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 da. And it's, just, you know, every, it's, it's a pattern. Y2K. And no one's dead. Y2K was one. Y2K. Yep. And, um, so what is the conspiracy though? Is, or why can't we fix it? What is it? I'm just a dude sitting in a skate shop and <laughs> I've watched enough, enough YouTube videos to be like, Hey, <laughs> Something. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh I'm 32 by the way, so I'm about I don't know 12 years younger than you. But well, you've been around long. I've been around. I've lived a, lot, a little bit. I have a I have a child and I'm married, so I'm in the uh, older people's club now. <laughs> I have one daughter and I hardly ever see her. She lives in Georgia. Oh wow! Well, that's I love not, her. her name's Lo. It's not good, but no, no. Well, but it's okay. Just uh, you know, FaceTime or whatever. That's one thing I found I do. Was, was good. Yes, she loves that. I go up there and see her sometime. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, we get any content. <laughs> we got tons of content and you know uh we're coming up on on two hours here so um i don't want to keep you all night but you know i really you know after finding out that you were deep into stuff uh the conversation How took off <laughs> yeah well, i mean I've, i always skated and you know skateboarding's cool and i like the skateboarding i like running the shop but the things that have been going on lately you know, I've got my attention a little, and uh, it's been a good 10 years of that now. Yeah. And I don't see, and it's home now. I just watched Hal Marks just get his ass handed to him. Did you see that? Uh-uh. The mayor for Pedal? Oh, yes. I didn't know his, that was They his just name. went up there, and everybody went up to the microphone and pretty much cussed him and said, you need to quit now. You need to quit now. Like they did that like, recently? Like tonight? It was before you called, I was watching that at seven i didn't get to finish watching it all by eight so you can watch it on the hattiesburg patriot oh uh thing on well i don't want to get in trouble for saying that you know <laughs> whatever but you said what someone's gonna one? knock on your door and be like hey man really <laughs> uh, i don't know it's like the there's a good wolf and a bad wolf don't feed the bad one yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying Cause it's easy for me to sit here and be like, I know things and I know how to make things work better. Yeah. But I, I do not have any power. The only influence I have is skateboard and stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah. That's not a bad influence that. to have. <laughs> it's not. But most of the guys who do this could care less about that. And they, you know, you're not going to convince them that Donald Trump is anything. Mm-mm. Everybody's like, screw him, screw that. He sucks. So that I mean that I'm is an island. 
I'm a small island in the skateboard. <laughs> yeah, people uh, people hate Trump. Uh, it's like with a passion, and they will find any they, reason they to hate on Trump. I, I mean, I can tell you why. He's with you. he's uh he's goofy. He's a little goofy, and he he doesn't really act um super professional sometimes. Which, as sure. the president, I think he should act a little, a little more uh, presidential. Maybe he should. But Bill Clinton came out and said, oh, "I did not have sex with that lady," and he did it <laughs> exactly. So, who are we so comparing, who are we comparing him to? Yeah, I feel you. you know what I'm saying? Clinton was act like, "Well, he's not, he's not presidential." Well, at least he wasn't. Yeah. Okay, well, who was? As far as we know, he wasn't getting. Uh, uh, BJ's in the Oval Office with the intern. So, who is um, worse? His policy. I don't even know if they're all true because they say this and this news, that news true, and this news ain't true. But you see him doing a new policy every day that benefits somebody. You always see people coming in the Oval Office and being like, "Thank you for doing that." Mm-hmm. So, I think we don't see that part of it. I yeah. think people see him do it. Oh, he still sucks. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. what else could he do? Let's pick these things that he thinks needs addressing. Address them the best he can. I hope you approve. <laughs> I mean, what is he supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. You could not pay. Not you could not pay me enough to be the president of the United States. You, I don't know. You can't win being that. Who would want to do that? And I don't think he wanted to do it. <laughs> he was like joking. And then they were like, hey, man, you're really getting it, some stakes. <laughs> no, if you look back, though, so it's so. Uh, he's been thinking about it a while. And I don't know if you do that QA non stuff. You ever looked into that? Uh uh-uh. uh. The Q? Uh uh-uh. uh. Check that out because there's a whole new dynamic to the conspiracy theory on this. <laughs> you want to hear it? Yeah. All right, so the Q thing, now you have to go watch him later. He's, it's a Q Anonymous, and they, he puts out, uh, uh, you know, like threads. You'll see the people at the Trump rallies with the Q, and everybody makes fun of them. Like, look, they think it's some kind of secret thing. But at the end of the day, it's supposed to be the military, the president, and all the people who are trying to overthrow the Democrats since Kennedy got shot. And this is so conspiratorial that maybe JFK Jr. ain't passed away yet. <laughs> maybe that was just a little maybe he's coming back. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You just have to watch. There's, this is a thing and it's showing that these people are coming against the deep state and they're the ones that are stopping the pedophilia. It's got Total Alex Jones, baby eater, vampire, all that. And these guys are saying there's tunnels and everything. I mean, it is far out. <laughs> How can you make it up? Are you talking you know, about you it, you... QAnon? Uh-huh. Yeah. The new American religion? Pro-Trump conspiracy theory? Well, see, you're looking at the... Uh, the other side? I'm going to tell you that we're all crazy. Like uh, I said, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't... Do. It won't yeah. tell you regular one. It says QAnon conspiracy theory creeps into mainstream politics. The prophecies of Q. Said... I'll look at it. 
Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll add a dynamic to all this for you. But if any of that's for go for real, then I mean, you just don't know what it's. It it, it turns this into a giant battle of good and evil. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I could go like, deep. I could go. That? I could go deep into what you know. But the thing is, is like when you start putting this stuff on the internet. That's when I start to think, man, what if I say something that catches a nerve on somebody? I know. I got a business license that could easily be like, good, bad. Chamber of <laughs> Commerce comes knocking on your door. Hey. But I said nothing about any local politicians, man. I'm just on my YouTube videos that anybody can go watch. I didn't make none of this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I just watch TV. I think it's all silly. I don't know anything about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I am yeah. a giant dumbass from Glendale, Mississippi. <laughs> if you believe anything I say, then you got what you had coming to <laughs> Oh, man, that's great. Yeah, I'll look it up. QAnon, Canon, I don't know. But, okay. So since then, I got on the conspiracy theory stuff, I met a few people with some symbols attached to them. And yeah. I would ask them a great deal of questions and this one old man was about he was about to die he wouldn't tell me too much he'd give me books and stuff and one time he told me i was like well i'm I'm trying to get all this and i I just really wasn't getting it and he said you're standing in a river dying of thirst you need to just calm down and and then chill out and enjoy the world and you know stuff like that yeah and then before he died the whole this was the whole battle of good and evil thing. I was like, well, "Why is this happening?" Blah 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 blah. You know, you you got to tell me if you know what is this. And he said, "Well, there is a battle between good and evil going on." And I said, "Well, why is all this rushing this way now? Why is it happening right now?" And he said, "The time's up. Everybody's got to make their move." Shit. I was like, "What? Well, <laughs> what I mean? What did he say? The answer?" He died weeks later. Don't, they, <laughs> he didn't tell me nothing but that. You get what I'm saying? Time's he didn't up. Didn't tell me anything. Everybody's got to make their moves. He said the time is up and everybody's got to make their moves. That is fucking terrifying. Is what that is. Very cryptic. God. But, but cool dude. You know what I mean? And I don't think he'd tell me something wrong. Yeah. But I always like, why is this happening now? Why do I have to deal with this? You know. Hmm. And he was like, well, tough shit. <laughs> Now's the time. Now's enjoy it. it uh, so, God damn it. You got, you wanted me to come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I was, and I can be honest. I just, I did not expect to get into a conspiracy uh, conversation with you. And it kind of, right. well, we can, it kind of caught me up. No, look, that is, that's one of the one things I've been trying to get somebody to come on the show and talk about. Uh, but most people don't want to talk They're about all scared. it. Uh, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll bust out an entire conspiracy theory show with you and go hard. Dude. And I've been studying this stuff for a long time, but it, it's fucking crazy, dude. And Joe Rogan get away with doing it. I don't know if you can. <laughs> <laughs> he can. Well, you know what? Have you noticed, uh, as he started getting more popular, he stopped and started going back backtracking on everything that he used to believe in. 
I know, and that's when I started questioning him and all the kids. You know, they love Joe Rogan. Yeah. And I'd say, he's cool. Be like, you don't like him, Papa? I'm like, he's from Hollywood, bro. Just leave it at that. He, he did. Think about one, it a little bit. One, he was, because like every episode he'd be talking about something. Now, he'll still talk about aliens and stuff. But now, like, if you say anything, he's like, nah, that's bullshit. That's not real. But he used well, to talk about hopefully it. Hopefully, he's going to the new thing. Because Alex Jones came on there and said when he switched that, you know, he said that he was going to, Joe Rogan was going to try to get whoever you worked for to be cooler about it. And he could do it. He felt that he could do it. And then they did it to him. They shadow banned him or something. I don't know. And he got pissed. And now he's going there. And Alex Jones is supposed to be his first guest. Really? So, yeah. So hopefully he can say what he wants to now if hmm. he wasn't able to before. Whatever huh. that means. You huh. know what I'm saying? Huh. I heard that Alex Jones was his first guest on September 1st and Elon Musk would be his second guest and that they were all headed to Texas like everybody was. Texas is the new spot to be. But I'm talking out of my ass and just shit us on TV. I could have it all screwed up. Hmm. But That's something like that. That that is very interesting. I did not know that. Alex but Jones, the king of conspiracies, is William H. Cooper. Yeah. Behold the pale white horse. It killed him in his yard. It's another rabbit hole for you. Killed him in his yard. uh, The police even own up to it. There's a little YouTube video for it. He would do the seminars and he aired all this stuff out, like all the government programs and the Luciferian stuff and all of it. Yeah. And and even, you know, he goes all the way back to like stuff like this is called like Protocols of Zion and stuff like that. It's, It's crazy. But they went to his house, the police in with the music playing loud, like they were teenagers partying because they knew the guy was hip and wouldn't just come outside. They came out with his pistol. And once they saw he had the pistol, maybe they shot him. I heard that he was, he was running away when they shot him. Huh? But I'm not trying to get done all that. And I don't want none of that heat, but this is a book. If I can get it, it can't be illegal, right? Or can it? Okay. Okay. God damn it, I can't believe we're doing this. This guy's been dead a very, very long time, okay? Yeah. This is very old. Okay? Yeah. Huh. We're living in that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. There's a bunch of crazy stuff going on. And uh, my my theory I, is they're not going to tag us uh, like we think they are. We've already been tagged, and I don't think right, you tagged. I, I don't think you have been tagged because you told me you carry a flip phone, mm-hmm. right? Um, yep. So our phones are yeah. See, our phones are already tagging us. We pay with it. Our all of our accounts are on it. Banks on it. Uh, we buy our food from Walmart from it. We can check out with but, it. Your picture ID, your face scanned ID. 
eventually it'll just get smaller and smaller to where, you know, we're wearing it on our wrist and they'll say, well, you can't, you can't check out unless you have your personal computing device on you. We don't have cash anymore because it's dirty. You can't give cash back and forth. The virus is just too dangerous. So yeah. you got to use. That's why COVID is scary. Yeah. So I'm telling you, it's the phones. Contact. It's the phones. We've already. Yeah. We, oh yeah. The, the, the new iPhone, everybody says, don't worry about that. Uh, the, I mean, no, not that the, the COVID tracing. So now like say I download this COVID app on my phone so they know where I've been. Yeah. Right. Well, you don't download so it. It's, into, it's on there. So I go into COVID nest unknowingly. Yeah. Come back home. Does that trigger something? I know somebody's going to come and ask me a bunch of questions and shit. It, it, 100% that's exactly what it does. I don't want, don't want it. If, if, if my daughter gets sick with COVID, we'll all die together. You ain't taking her. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if. But I, I'm not, I'm, I'm talking about shit I'm not even dealing with. That's not as. Yeah. If it, not, if it got health. that way, which, you know, there's a two sided yeah. sword to everything. You can look at it as this is some crazy shit that's about to happen. And what are we going to do about it? And then there is, um, this is actually a good thing. Now, imagine if you knew everybody that was running it and you knew for a fact that there wasn't any nefarious underlings going on in the government. That would actually be a really good, helpful app to help track the virus and where it is. It's really a good thing. But, you know, as a person who's been lied to, you know, the government has lied to us before and done things. Um, yeah, you question it, which is healthy to question it, but we still don't know if it literally it literally could just be a good, helpful tool that we need to have. Um, so why be it all blurry? And most humans can tell truth; they really want to. Yeah, you know what I mean. And this feels weird. <laughs> you know, it just feels weird. And you know, I just had the daughter recently in the last ten years. I ain't never known nobody with polo, mumps, none of that in my whole life. Not a thing. But in the last decade, they brought it up constantly, 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 constantly. And then some people realized maybe I don't want to do that. Or maybe that was all contrived just so you could have freaking people arguing and virtue signaling over who was going to do it. And now we're here. Yeah. So now there's already two tribes is what I'm trying to say. Like hmm. now we're here with his vaccine going to save the world and this and that but we picked our sides over some bullshit earlier already hmm. I'm a vaxxer and i'm an anti-vaxxer <laughs> and now here we go on this do you so, want the uh, vaccine yeah, or not little, yeah hmm. feels a little set up yeah i uh-uh. <laughs> i don't here's what i want here's what i want you can do whatever you want anybody can do whatever they want as long as i have the option to not but, but without it, any kind of the, and in no guilt. The issue, though, is, well, I guess that kind of negates it, though, but is um, if you choose not to get it and then it keeps spreading and perpetuating. Right. Um, and especially with a virus that can uh, will mutate and keep coming back. Um, right. I don't know why. I guess here's what I think. I think COVID came out and nobody took it seriously. Then it, it got so much attention that our governments had to start worrying about it. 
and but no one knew anything right. about it. So they had to pretend that they were experts on it and they knew what to do, mm-hmm. knew how to do it. And then as it's changing, they're realizing it's not as deadly as it was, but they can't just say, oh, we were wrong. Everybody open back up. Because what if they really right. aren't wrong? Nobody knows really enough to give but a solid they're, uh, answer. They're wrong. Right. This is America. Yeah. And I can do whatever I want. So but, I don't want to take. You can't it, do it, whatever you want. You can do whatever you want as no, long as as long as you don't hurt someone else, which is the same thing as right. I can drink, but if I drink and drive, then I'm hurting someone else. Same thing is the I'm just saying the argument for making people right, get right. the vaccine is if you don't get it, you could hurt other people by getting it and spreading it. No, but when I hear it said to me, like I totally get it. Yeah. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If it was if it's this thing and I don't want to get it and spread it around and kill everybody. Right now, we don't know about that. Right now, we're just kind of seeing what happens if I say yes or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I say no now. And I'm going to get to everything but the ability to say no and walk away. I'm going to get told, well, what about this? What about that? And I just think you should be able to not consider things you don't want to. Until there's facts on it. It just seems like we're, I don't want to rush in and, and and just go get a shot. Yeah. And I wouldn't think most, just, most, I well, say, I'd say most people you know wouldn't, but, but a lot of people probably would just be like, yeah, let's do it. Go ahead and give me the vaccine. Um, I personally wouldn't re- like to take something until it's been tested and proven to work over well, years I, and years. And then here's the deal with vaccines. There's so much of that weird stuff going on with them. And then the, if they can show me a picture of people being deformed by them and bad things happening to them from them, then I'll take my chance with the disease. And that's just with the kids one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if my daughter had a chance of not being able to be as aware as she could be, or maybe getting the mumps or polio, let's take that chance. Because those, I might could beat that, and I don't know if that's going to make her autistic or whatever this stuff does. Mm-hmm. But then that at least that came naturally. You know, it just happened to happen. Yeah. But if I did that, and I don't have my daughter, so I don't want to hear a bunch of shit. He don't get his baby shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck <laughs> off. Oh. But if it was up to me and there was a 1% chance that if I did that right there to her and I agreed to it, that it could mess her up, I would take my chances with nature because that stuff ain't that bad. And I don't know anybody with monsopodia. You know what well, I'm saying? Or they're going to say, they're going to say because the vaccines wiped it out, which is, right. so is if true. If your kid is vaccinated, then what? Can my kid give it to your kid? Maybe. See, so it's just all feelings they, and shit. They they can perpetuate it to other people that weren't vaccinated, and we, then we, we, keep we it. Got this far, and it's going to get worse to where you can't be left alone if you don't want to be. Yeah. Just for the simple fact of being left to hell alone, I've had enough. I don't even want to think. <laughs> Let me alone. <laughs> Let me skateboard <laughs> and, and then sell if some. You've had enough, <laughs> 
or whatever. I don't even know what I'm saying, dude. You, you were just bantering, you know? Yeah, I know what you're getting at. I know what you're saying. But I I have a pretty good life. Nobody comes over here bothering me. I'm not like trying to be like, the cops are bad and they come here. And yeah. That doesn't happen to me. You know what I mean? I have a fine life. My, everything's fine. Everybody over here gets along. All I can do is be me and try to like say this kind of stuff to people, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I well, don't, I don't want I think the the biggest thing that would help anybody is for people to uh be aware of what's going on and and not just uh take the first thing they see or articles word for everything that they see. Question everything and have a little bit of skepticism on anything unless you, unless someone goes and like you know, if you walk and open your refrigerator and you see there's a gallon of milk in there, you can be like, yeah, there's a gallon of milk in my refrigerator. But if somebody right. on the news goes, hey, uh, milk is, uh, is is sold out, at least go like, is everybody saying this or is it just this one person on Facebook that right. shared you an article? You've got to go see it's gone. Though. Yeah, at least. Like I can tell you it's hot. I think that would solve a lot of problems uh, in the world today. But the thing is, is uh, you can say it from both ways and have a compelling argument uh, if you twist it like a news station would do, but people now people are doing that. You can say, um, if I went into a store and bought a drink and walked out, it could be like man goes and, and visits a shop and, and, and helps shops stay open to afford more days and pay for his children. Or right. the other side that wants to hate me, can say man goes into store and only buys one drink. How's that going to help pay for uh, the shop owner's kids? You can, right. both of those are completely true statements, but it all, it's all depending on who, how you want that story to look. Instead of saying, here's what happened. I went in the store and bought a drink and that's the end of it. That's all that happened. The other stuff's not my fault. We could keep it that simple, but, but we're, we're, we're being played. Yeah, we're being by played. The TV. One hundred percent. We all turn. When I research media and TV, you know, after World War II, man, they laid it on us. Hell yeah! Here you they go. Did. Here's here's what you need to be like, and they made a character for just about everybody. You know? Yeah. And then they they caught on to that, and it has not stopped since. So it's just as easy to be like, "Hey, man, I'm vape." You know what I'm saying? And lose myself. <laughs> what I think all this is. Yeah. <laughs> You know, well, here, I don't. And, the Vietnam War. Here's what. Here's all you got to know. And this this is what make you question everything. It's completely legitimate. It's not a conspiracy theory. It is a straight up fact. It's in I don't know where they keep historical records. It's in the government records. Wherever the hell you want to find that. There was an incident and, and before <laughs> before the Viet yeah before the Vietnam War called the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which is a body of water in. Uh, over in off India or somewhere. Let me see. So, anyways, uh, during this, yeah. So, the uh, USS Maddox. They said that the Vietnamese came over and destroyed our battleship and killed our troops. They killed our troops Mm -hmm. just just fighting for freedom for our freedom. They killed them, right? So everybody got pissed the fuck off and they're all like, yeah, let's go over there and, and, and kick their ass and let's join the Vietnam war. And we sent 
all of these people drafts remember hippies dodging the drafts and yep. all those people and you know i know people that have had family members and whenever they right. didn't come back came back with you know mental scarring losing limbs and dying ain't that some, a weird form of like black magic but check but check this out 50 years after that or however long after that the u.s government comes out and says okay that never happened we used that yeah. to get everybody mad at Vietnam so they would support the war because nobody was supporting the war. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Uh, that right there shows that they'll lie to get their agenda. And I don't know why they wanted to go over there. I, I, I guess I could look into why they wanted to go to war. But war it, makes I, a lot of I, money. It, War's a money like machine. So 9-11 uh, is another one. Uh, yeah. False flags. False flags. I mean, so, people, people who won't believe in a false flag at all that it can happen or the people who won't look into any of this stuff yeah that just can't believe that what happened to them that's a fact fact right here gulf of tonkin incident i'm looking at it right here um so yeah the government will lie to you uh but you know that there's all kinds of there's all kinds of things look i'll tell you what why don't because we're coming up on two and a half hours <laughs> on the right, show. My thing's almost at two percent. So why don't we uh, wrap this up tonight, and I'll have you back on, and we'll do straight conspiracy theory. Okay, but you see, once you got conspiracies, I chirped up a little bit. Boom! Yes, <laughs> see that. See that's uh, what I'm into, man. So yeah, let, let's do another one. I mean, if you're down, uh, we'll do another yeah. one, and and. Uh, and maybe I will, because uh, I was focused on skateboard, and then that popped off, and right. I was like, "Yeah." So I think we could have a really you good can, uh, conversation, uh, and I can actually look up some stuff. You still and, want, well, it'll be cool because it's like an introduction, and then we can kind of get into the conspiracy part, and then carry over to the uh, <laughs> to the next episode. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Sorry, man, I'm not playing. We'll, uh, uh, we'll get together about a time or something to, to get back. Okay. On that. Just yeah. let me know. Yeah. And, uh, it was fun. Yeah, man. So everybody out there, check out, uh, brazen skateboards. If you need skate parts, wheels, bearings, we decks, fix them, church them up, make them better than they were before you came in, whatever you need. They do all of that. Uh, got apparel, stickers, I assume, all of that. So, uh, yeah, dude, it was awesome talking to you. Uh, right. Probably one of my most interesting podcasts so far. Um, but, yeah, we'll get together and we'll have another one. Y'all make sure and stop by for that one, too. Um, and let me – I'll go ahead and wrap this up so I can, I guess, hit the hay as they say. <laughs> yeah, I still got to uh, get some supper. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, I'll, I guess get with me or I'll get with you and we'll, we'll plan something. Yeah, thanks for having me. And like I said, this was my first time to try anything. So I'm you did sorry fine. if I was like choppy no, or you whatever. Did. Okay. You did fine. You did great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, man. I'll all right, talk man. to you later. Talk to you soon. <laughs>